everybody, and welcome to episode 564 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the Tommy Cash Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go and donate your Tommy Cash to us at the $20 level <laughs> at patreon.com slash lasertime, or join us at the $5 level if you want bonus shows. Who's joining me now? Chris TV, Antista. This is a Wonka reference. It'll probably be forgotten by the time this goes live. But whatever. Probably. And Mountain Monster enthusiast Matthew Mountain Mountain Monster. (laughs) And special guest, guy who's finished Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, It's me. It's Brendan Hesse. It's a Final Fantasy themed episode and I'm on it. Go figure. Yeah, our boy from The Crawl, baby. (laughs) Yep, Yep, that's The Crawl on YouTube. Go watch How Metroid Saved the Galaxy. Yep, The Crawl and GameSpot. Yeah. Um, And I didn't get to tell you this. My friend's kid finally saw Willy Wonka and commented how obnoxious the American Mike TV was. And yes, recognized the the most dated line in that movie. Ah, Dad says I can't have a real gun. Not till you're 12, son. (laughs) (laughs) America. It's not even realistic anymore. That's, I mean, that's, that's way too old for most kids to get started. Yeah, that's why they make them in pastel colors now. Go you to your Bass Pro Shop. Got to get started when you're two or three, so it's it's like a part of you growing yes. up. Yeah, yeah. By that time, you've already got the, the trigger reflex. That's a thing, right? Exactly. You this, yeah, I'm pretty you, sure he meant you... a handgun, too. I love the idea of a 12-year-old with a handgun. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you start yeah. too late, then you don't have that coordination, and you'll shoot your eye out. True, just, true. Mm-hmm. Right. It's true. It's true. It's true. I, that's why I got my Red Rider BB gun at the age of 10. You know, yes. 10 at 10 is, you know. Any later, you'll end up like a Metal Gear character. You don't want that at all. <laughs> it's... Or Stormtrooper. Just terrible aim. <laughs> yeah. You'll never be able you're, to You're either aim. the guy with the fancy engraving or the guy telling the guy with the fancy engraving that the fancy engraving gives him no tactical advantage oh, whatsoever. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's oh, what boy. being raised around guns does to you. Anyway, Final Fantasy. Uh, it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting show, because uh, I believe it was Dave that came up with the idea, our friend Dave Rudden, of middle entries in trilogies, because that's what Rebirth is. It's it's the second entry, it's the two towers, it's the middle child of the Final Fantasy VII is, Remake trilogy. Is it confirmed to be a trilogy, for it sure? Is, yeah. Okay, I thought maybe it was four, but I, I trust you guys more than my own memory. So we're, we're going to be talking about... Uh, for our top five this week, our debate format top five. Boo! We'll be talking about middle entries and trilogies and figuring out which ones are the best according to us. Matt, you, you generally lead these. You want me to lead? All right. Yeah. No, he's going to um, fucking be against everything I say. I hell yeah. Not at all. I Not at all. Guy. No, yeah. So just as a reminder with the format, folks, I, I, th- we've done it this way the past couple times, and I think it worked, is we're going to go around the horn, and everyone's going to offer an entry. And if it's, if it's fucking awful, terrible, we'll immediately shame you, mm-hmm. vote it down. Mm-hmm. might ask you to leave the podcast. <laughs> and might say, get here's out of here. Here's the thing. I have five. If you are assholes to my shit again like you will have in the past formats, I'm throwing in Kingdom Hearts 2. And I will argue it passionately Ooh, for hours. Hours. That game is terrible. No. <laughs> but I will I swear to God I will do this. But but out of that trilogy might be the best. Oh, I, no. Okay, look. With that uh, now I have to get a preamble too. I just <laughs> a, a heads up because as I was preparing the list, I realized that not only have I only now, I haven't played all the trilogies like that you would think of when you think video game trilogies. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I have played, I've realized that like the second one wasn't my favorite entry on most of them, and also I have really weird 
tastes and gains. So I just want to apologize up front for any mental damage that I inflict on the <laughs> listeners during Hell the yeah. segments. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, and for you guys, I mean, you did it to yourselves by inviting me on here. So I, I can't I, wait to see which Army Man game you think is the second in the trilogy, <laughs> the primary trilogy. <laughs> it's the Portal Runner one. Sarge's Heroes 2 doesn't count. Uh, yeah, so, so with... It's fine, Brendan. It's fine. Then again, we'll just we'll that just was more shun for the listener than for you guys. We'll kick was... out we'll kick out your entries. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, That's yeah. why we do this this ordering. Um, so yeah, we'll go around. We will try to arrive at a list of at least five that we might then whittle down to five, and then we'll talk about the order we want to put those five in. So everyone will throw out their entries. Hopefully, we've all come to this discussion with at least five of our own. <clears throat> There's probably going to be some crossover. That typically means a thing's probably going to be on the list if several of us have it on our lists. Yes. Duh. So yeah, let's with that. Since we have a guest, I don't think we've actually had guests for this format before. Know. No, yeah, you're we will our first. let you go first, Brendan, to put put it out there. <laughs> Fucking, he's just throwing you in the deep end. What is your first suggestion for, what do we call this, Michael? Best second entry in a trilogy? Yeah, yeah best, best middle trilogy mi- Middle Middle entry in a trilogy. Okay, so I'm quoting this one because uh, this is a game that I have I don't have a lot of familiarity with, but I know it's a very popular game uh, among fans of this trilogy. A safe and choice. Ooh, I see. I see the strategy. Like so that. it would be Fable 2. Mm. No, <laughs> I did not yeah. expect that at all. Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm no, kidding. I, that, that one I briefly also considered because I think it's the best entry in that really? trilogy. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I agree. I actually like Fable Two quite a bit. Yeah, it refined what the first game did and opened up the world a whole bunch. Whereas three got lambasted for like kind of funneling you into this narrow uh, series of unfavorable decisions at the end. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like Fable 2 was more open. And then, like, whoever your character is, like, is the canon- canonical mother or father of your Fable 3 character, which is kind of neat. See, exactly. This is why I picked it. Mm-hmm. I knew it, right? Yep. Uh... Plus, you can have gay relationships that don't involve people going, oh, we're good mates, aren't we? Oh, mm. uh... This is all so new to me. Like, come on. <laughs> Smells weird, too. Mm. Anyway, I've never played it. That's a no for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I don't want to be rude to Brennan right off the bat, just because I haven't played it. Uh, I don't know. Can you guys outvote me so yeah. we don't make... Okay. Well, assuming I, that's I, I would include it on my list. Yeah. I think that's a great, great option. All right. Bah. Bah. So that's a yes from both of us. Uh, Chris so let's is go outvoted. To, yeah, so it's in the uh, maybe. It's in usual. it's in the maybe mm-hmm. column right in now. The I think I think three out three out yeah, of four yeah. has already said yeah. I mean, it's so made it through see. the first hurdle. Boom. Yeah, so. Exactly. So so let's let's go with Chris then. Let's oh. hear up. Well, mine is the finest second entry of all. It is the grandest ever. It is Super Mario Two, the unbelievably great entry with a completely different taste of Mario One, Two, and Three. Yes, I consider them a trilogy because they are all on the same platform and they weren't called Four and Five over here. So suck. You're probably going to be shocked to hear this, Chris, but I did entertain that for my list as well. Mm, I it. hadn't thought of the NES trilogy angle because I had immediately thrown out said, "Well, there's been like kajillion Mario titles, but yeah, they've been I sold like together that. several times, and yeah, they're a fucking trilogy." Yeah, I I love Super Mario too, but I don't. I I do feel like three did things a lot better. Like that that is a a steady climb as opposed to like a peak in the middle. Uh, the peak I, in them, but you like the ice world? Mm-hmm. That's the other reason I ultimately threw it out is I 
I enjoy Mario 3 more than Mario 2. Not as much me, as I not love me. Mario I am, 2. I am different in that respect and better, most people listening would <laughs> say. I didn't make any favors with Brendan, so I don't think I'm going to get a lot of support here. I don't really care about Mario, as we all know. Oh, podcast, Jesus so, uh... fucking Christ. <laughs> that said, I Goddamn do... Shoe I, okay, hold on, hold on. I am a fan of the NES sequel Black Sheeps, stuff like Zelda 2 and Castlevania yeah. 2 I have a lot of respect for, regardless of their quality as games. And I do feel the same way about Mario 2's place in its... <laughs> series so so you know from that perspective i i can see it but also i do know that mario 3 is better than mario 2 so i think mario 3 is totally outshined by mario world and most people should have access to that game the same way they have access to three two is a, a flavor unto itself different music different gameplay fucking digging just digging and throwing that's it's true. a big deal uh, it's it's fucking great. Bomb movement. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Might yeah. as well when be a I Doki play a Doki Mario Doki game. game. Who knows? Yeah. And who else has a visual aid right here? That should give me bonus points <laughs> as I emphasize this to the listeners while holding a copy of Super Mario Advance. Have, great in an have, audio format. <laughs> I have my my last pick. I do have a physical copy of I could go for. Ooh. Oh. And that's a uh, no okay, that I'm what, guessing. What do we think about Mario 2? I'm on the fence. Hmm. I... I I vote Again, yes. I entertain this option, but I'm still sticking to my guns that I think three is better than two, so I would say no to Pish two. Posh! I, I respect the pick. I really do. And mm. like from that perspective, like a part so, of me wants to say yes. So I think I'm just going to say yes. I'm oh, shit! For it. Yeah. Tie break this shit, Mickle. I'll, I'll let it through to the second round. Sure. Yes! In your face, Matt! You've hated me this whole time. <laughs> I mean, every round has got to have the first title to, to get kicked <laughs> yeah, off. So. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go to you, Michael. It's, what uh, is your first choice for second best trilogy game? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, asking. yeah. Jack 2. Y'all, oh, y'all know what? Jack and Daxter. Jack 2 was the game where they kick things into the far future, give Jack a voice, and make you an amoral carjacking mercenary instead of a <laughs> uh, a cute boy hero in his little fantasy milieu. I, I it's it's simultaneously like everything that was wrong with the game industry at that time and also <laughs> it is wonderful. It is just a fantastic game where it's just like yeah, you get to morph from a hero into an anti-hero and it's like GTA but the cars can fly. Like that was super cool. The, the mm. fact that, like, yeah, you, you go from doing, you know, standard Mario platformer stuff to, like, now you have guns that you can swap between. It's it's like a Shadow the Hedgehog that worked well. Hey, 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 was going to suggest this, so I am going to give this an absolute yes. yes. And I'm actually something that I've noticed recently on social media and just like th- like the current era of like YouTube criticism folks out there is that the the feeling around this game is a lot different than what I would have assumed because I really? thought Jack Two was awesome growing mm-hmm. up, but a lot mm-hmm. of Jack fans maybe don't consider it that. Yeah, a lot of, of twenty nine year old very... reviewers di- disagreed with you. <laughs> yeah, um, which is surprising to me, but yeah, no, I I think it's great. I have a lot of fondness for it. I thought the the change. I, I think you know I was like early teens when that happened, so I was you know, I was like hell yeah, <laughs> give them guns and make everything yeah. dark and gritty. Well, they but kinda, yeah, they kind of uh, went the Prince of Persia warrior within route where it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, the formerly it. sweet hero is now like yeah. a pretty badass. It is true. Your company uh. shadow. <laughs> Everyone has to have one. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, 
yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. The Jack and Daxter series in general, big blank spot in my in my gaming oeuvre. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm fine passing it through if you guys like. Me it, too. Yeah, I, I think a- it's a bold choice and one I never would have yeah. saw coming. Yeah. Also, I want to say Jack Three. I never thought was as good. They got rid of the GTA-ish yeah. elements. You just have like now one car. It's all set in the desert. It's like a Road Warrior parody. Not mm. as memorable. Not as memorable. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go again using a little strategy here. Mm. I'm 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 weakening you guys up. I'm mm. gonna give you maybe a freebie to be to tell me no because I have such strong suggestions I, for the rest the rest of mine. I feel list. like so, the rest of mine are really strong. I'm scared here. My my dark horse candidate is something that. It might be too much of a personal pick, and it's a game that gets a lot of shit in this particular trilogy, mm-hmm. but it's also maybe the one of these I spent the most time with other than, it's not technically part of it, Dark Souls 2. Hmm. I fucking love Dark Souls 2. Which version? Brendan is flexing! The man deadlift 500 pounds or something, he told us. That, that is a flex not, right not there. That um, <laughs> not that much. Not that much. I... Really, I, I understand the haters that are like, well, you did away with a lot of that. It's all one map business, and why is everything fast travel? I think that that freed them up. Uh, I think I had some recent redemption in the fact that the, the head of From Software said a lot of the lessons learned from 2 have been applied in every Souls-like game since. Um, is that lessons as in, we shouldn't do that again? No, 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 no. Like stuff. He's like, no, there are so many mechanics we established in two that literally we use to this Elden day. Ring two would not exist without it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Again, I know that out of that trilogy, most people think it's the weakest one, but most people are wrong about a lot. People fucking like Shrek. So I don't care what most people think. I like Shrek. <laughs> See? Maybe uh, not the third one, but uh, I don't know. I'm <sighs> guessing you guys won't back me on this one other than maybe Brendan. Yeah, no, this was on my list. Um, what? Even though I personally, I do personally prefer Dark Souls 1 overall. Yeah. I love Dark Souls 2. And that feeling has only strengthened. I replayed it in December. And um, well, I had always it, liked does, it. Doesn't it have two I, distinct versions? It does. Yes. Well, the the, the does. second version is just like with all the DLC. Yeah, which well, was okay. Scholar with the, the first sin remixes everything. Too. Yeah, it right. does. Yeah. There's, there's a different different experience. enemy locations and that sort of thing. But still, fundamentally, the quest, yeah. the locations, it's, the stuff that you're doing is the same. It's like a Zelda second quest sort of thing, where it's sort just of, like now yeah, the Octoroks are blue. Oh shit! And actually, to be fair, actually part of why I like Dark Souls 2 so much is because it feels more like an adventure akin to a Zelda. Like it's a it's a it's a it's a vaster expanse of a mm. of a location. Uh you're you know, you're going to like temple locations and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I absolutely back you up on this. Dark Souls 2 is a great sequel. Ooh, I was not expecting this. I wasn't either, and I, I I don't know how I vote down a Dark Souls game. Yeah. Even though this is, this is the one I have the least familiarity with. Hmm. I mean, it's the one that I, like, I, I have played probably several hours of it. I've played a ton of Dark Souls 1. I've barely played any Dark Souls 3. So I'm not really in a position to contradict you guys. If you say well, it oh, should I should, go I should, in, then I'll say I yes. should say I have an affection for it. I hadn't played the first one, and I was at work, and I think somebody tossed Dark Souls 2 in the free pile. Like, ugh, fuck this. Can't handle it. And I took it home. I had like another game coming like the next day and I got absorbed. I like, I understood. I saw mm. through the matrix and I got into dark souls through two, but I had something I either had to play for work intensely the next day. And I never went back to it, but it, 
made me curious and buy every other Souls game on day one. So, yeah, I gotta give this one a go. I, yeah, I mean, the, the updated version is excellent. Again, you know, I know there's a lot of Souls fans. You know what's funny, though, is 2 gets a lot of hate. You don't ever hear anyone really talk about 3. Love it yeah. or hate it. Like, 3 is just kind of, like, there, so... I, I think 3 at the time, people were under the impression that 2 was bad and 3 was a return to form. And I think with Distance, I think... It's not universal, but I think a lot of people have warmed up to two and cooled on three. And I think that's the correct take. I'll I'll paraphrase the Bible here, Brendan. You either got to be hot or ice cold. None of this lukewarm Dark Souls 3 business. It was Jesus that said that, right? And to paraphrase the Bible again, thou shit is Rise of the Skywalker, Dark Souls 3. Um, <laughs> to, to forever <laughs> return to form, return to mediocrity. Of course, uh, that is you're quoting the book of Luke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Uh, so we have our five. Yeah, um, I mean yeah, we have okay. four of our five already. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. All well, right, let's it, go back. It cleared round one, so let's let's stop let's this circle jerk and get get some get Jesus. some rejections on the board. Brendan, I believe it's your turn. It is. All right. So this is going to be a Brendan pick, and it's one that I just want to shout out. I don't think anyone's going to put it on here. Uh, Marathon 2. Oh, What? <laughs> by Bungie. Love Marathon 2. It's the best marathon game. Um, yeah, but that's like that's like being the best KFC location. Look, Is this counting the upcoming game as three, or is there an no, actual Infinity. Marathon 3? Or marathon. Yeah, there's a mar- yeah, Marathon yeah. Infinity. Yeah. Duh, Matt. I have no idea what they're talking about. Marathon Infinity was cool because it, it did this like non-linear thing in mm-hmm. an, like in a Doom style game where like, hey, you could if you exited the level at different places, you would unlock new paths through the game. You could repeat levels. There's like a whole time multiple timeline bullshit going on in that game. It's way hard to follow. Whereas Marathon 2, it has it, Marathon Infinity was originally a, an expansion to two, so it's basically just two, but confusing. And mm. Whereas two is just a straightforward <laughs> game. Uh, it's a lot of fun to play. Excellent shooting. Um, I don't expect this to make it on there, but it's just a, a sequel that I feel very fondly about. Mm. I mean that that's one that it's just like man, it was it was revolutionary and overlooked in its day, and now it like if you try to play it like I think it got ported to Xbox 360 a few years back, yeah. and it's like this and is you can damn play it for free on Windows and stuff. Oh, so sweet. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know if these two guys will, will vote for it, but I'll vote for it. Sure. Now, yeah, oh, how do pass. we do this? Tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm a passed up. What was that? Does it right, need that... three votes to get it to the next level? Just because, just because, Brendan. Yeah. Look, I don't even know what this looks I, like. I I suspect if we all if we all have the the bangers we claim to mm-hmm. coming up, there's yeah. no way Marathon Two is going to make the final cut. It's just this is true. Right? Not with what I have going on. Yeah, give me there's... give me your next banger there, Chris. Yeah. Give us a banger. So does this uh, not make the cut to the next round? Or? I don't think it will. Like I I. I'll keep and it I'm, in I'm mind. I wanted to bring it up, but I'm I mean, is that a yes or a no from you and Chris? I'm a hard no. I'm a okay, hard no. ass no. Okay. Get the fuck out of here with your marathon bullshit. <clears throat> um, I'm you just going to go ahead and toss game, the, the, the one that is probably undeniable. Okay. Arkham yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that was on yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Really? Even <laughs> Arkham Asylum is objectively the best game in that series? Hmm. I I don't know. I, I have replayed Arkham Asylum, whereas I haven't gone back to City, but like I really loved parts of Night and hated substantial portions of it. And all the stuff with Suicide Squad makes me miss the format all the more. And if if what you want is an open world Batman game, City is the best. 
Yeah. That is it. I think baby. Arkham yeah. was a great Metroidvania, and then City is like a fantastic open world game. And yeah. it's taking that formula and transplanting it into an open world. And this is that it's kind of like what a lot of people wanted from Batman. You know, you're flying from around on the roof. Well, it's just it's just I, I do people. think Asylum is like the more coherent game and, and mm. kind of what I wanted from a triple A Batman game. And it makes you feel more like Batman and less right. like fucking uh CJ with a fucking cape. But <laughs> but it, it, yeah, like uh it I always want. I, didn't you think playing City and then we got Night? Well, we'll always have a Batman game like this in our lives. Lasai, <laughs> you would think. Um, Suicide Squad, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arkham City. I dare you. Dare you to vote down I, Arkham City? No. Yeah. I. Here's my take on that whole um, Arkham Asylum versus City thing, Brendan. I think when City came out, it was so fucking good. The discourse became this is the best Batman game ever, and. Fans of Arkham Asylum, which I count myself amongst them, mm -hmm. almost took it as a slight, like as if we were insulting how good Arkham Asylum was that Arkham City was so good. And it was like, it, look, this isn't a zero-sum game. These can both be excellent games. Mm -hmm. One is, like, like the guy said, one is open world. And I think a lot of people, just because they prefer open world games, ultimately said, yeah, two's, two's a little bit better than one. But... But one to me, to me like... it's, it's not even that. I remember we were all obsessed, uh, all of our old friends with Arkham Asylum, and all the it just contains references to all these villains. And the second one, all these villains come to life, speak, and do things. It's mm -hmm. awesome, and and there's not really that that doesn't really happen in a in, in Asylum. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with everything y'all are saying. I, I I didn't play Asylum or City at the time of either of their releases. I played them later, like via like PS Plus or something. Mm -hmm. So I uh, I really liked Asylum. I'm you know I'm such a Metroidvania guy. Of course, I just loved Asylum. Um, and City is cool. I I don't have I I I like Night too for what it is. Parts of it. C a lot. City, but City um, is your ver version of Batman. That dude made in that viral video is that sprite in your water cup? <laughs> punch, punch! A bunch of guys I'm complaining about how hungry they are doing nothing, and Batman just cripples them. Oh. I'm not familiar <laughs> with uh, with what that is. Oh, it's it's I, very funny. I'll take your word for it. But anyway, my my point is is like I I think that's all fair. I personally I I just think Asylum is a more interesting game. Um, I, I get how City is considered the better game, though. At, at this um, point, I think it'd be really dope for them to go back, like somebody to go back to cities or asylums format and like scale it back. You kind of painted yourself in the corner with the first mm -hmm. one and every, or the Arkham city and everything you added subsequently has angered people from Batmobiles yeah. to uh live <laughs> services. Yeah. I think Ar Arkham asylum is more of a Metroidvania. It's like their sections locked off till you get mm -hmm. certain powers, yeah. you know, not really returning, but yeah, I, I think though Arkham Knight, so you have to say it's making our list. Your Arkham City, I should say. Sorry, not Knight. It's I got three votes. I got three for the first time, by the way, which never happens. <laughs> no, you should you should own this. You should fucking take this and yeah. run with it. Oh, God. All right, let's kick it over to Michael. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Oh Jesus! Not the new oh. one. The original oh. Modern Warfare Two, which is for many people the quintessential Call of Duty game. There's so many iconic moments in this game and the fucking defense of burger town there's no russian there's the russians mm. invading the east coast and i think that was the first time that i like i started playing it at 11 p.m when i got it and thinking like oh, i'll just play for like an hour or two and go to bed the next thing i knew it was like 5 a.m and i was rolling credits and it's just just 
kept playing it straight through because like that that also like perfected the formula of like Call of Duty keeps like dropping these little golden coins for you to follow and grab and uh like it's it's kind of hard to stop playing like even though you're like okay this is clearly a between level cutscene but I really want to know what's about to happen next uh and who I'm going to play as this time am I going to barely survive a nuke who knows it, that's it's astonishing to think about when like Call of Duty games were unquestionably amazing, mm -hmm. and especially the single-player aspect. Like, no other game is doing this right now to this degree. Yeah, I feel like 2 was the apex of that. Like, this was... I kind of agree. Yeah, Sledgehammer the at their game, best. Michael. Apex, the apex for the Invi Infinity Ward, <laughs> other than Apex Legend, Infinity Ward was kind of a shell afterwards. Both the creators mm. had left, and uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how to argue. Respawn also <laughs> do Apex... In my huh? is it didn't yeah, respawn yeah, do yeah, Apex, yeah. so it's the same developer. Well, Infinity Ward respawn mm -hmm. tomato tomato. Yeah, sure. Uh, Boy, I I don't. We're gonna, this is going to be the hardest list to whittle down because yeah. I had not even thought of this one, but I can't argue with your logic. Like it's mm. it's the best Modern Warfare in my opinion. Madden Two. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never played it, so uh, I'm gonna uh, Modern Warfare or Madden Two. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan might you. not have been born when Madden 2 came out. That was like when did it? Let's find out when it came out. Once that would have been early '90s, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I was '90, so okay. if, if it was early '90s, I was around. All right. Uh, I'm I'm a yay for uh, yeah. Colin. I gotta be a yay. Um, right. uh, Kanye aside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I should never... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I saw at a Call of Duty Expo. That's right. true. We did. I feel we, like we I can't saw. say no, even though I... I, I, I you can I, say no. I mean, no, I've never played it. Sounds like a trash game. But, like, <laughs> dude, like that game was huge. Yeah? Yeah. That game was huge. It is, and I believe it's uh, a glance at Metacritic. It is It is critically the highest scoring Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, it, yeah, there was, there was no hipster element to it yet. Like nothing's done anything better than this. It is very expensive and a shitload of, and the modes in it, even if you didn't use them were super impressive. I got to give it a pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So we, I got to go again. Two of my five have already been listed by the way. So I, I mean, I, I, I named one and then Arkham city was on my list. So I'm going to go with my last dark horse entry that like, I think it's super strong. I don't know if you guys have a ton of experience with these, with the reboot of Tomb Raider. I had, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I thought, out yeah, of that yeah. new trilogy was by far the strongest. Entry. I couldn't art articulate why is the only reason I didn't include it. But I, It some, went way it, more open world, I think, was why. It's, something about Shadow was just too much of the same thing, and I yeah. couldn't really feel what it added to the formula of tomb, that the new Tomb Raider trilogy. I think to me, Rise Whoa. of the Tomb Raider might might be the peak of that entire franchise. That's the best Tomb Raider I've ever played. Was that Shit. second game? Was that 2015? Yeah, was this, was Rise? That's what everyone says. But every time I try to get into it, it's just like I'm not. This isn't for me. This is kind of just mm. boring and extremely Siberian. I did the first one. I, I really liked the first one, and I played like two hours of that one, and I just didn't keep going with it. And mm. I don't. I, I don't recall why but i just know that that was a game like i dropped and i i never had any interest in going back to it okay yeah i mean there, there was a weird even the storyline was kind of crazy in that one like there was a weird jesus-like figure of mm -hmm. this guy like right, did he yeah, rise yeah. from the dead again and it, there mm -hmm. was i i loved everything about it but yeah i mean if you guys couldn't get into it and ha i mean at least you both played it and you played the first one it sounds like so yeah, i loved the first one i really liked it too yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm I mean, with then, you. Then, it, then, then I don't think it's going to make the list if you guys are, are nose on it. But to me personally, fucking peak Tomb Raider right there. That I'm with you, Matt, but I'm going to say no just so we can have something not make the final <laughs> list. I <laughs> totally understand. And again, that was my last dark because my other my last two. If these fucking things aren't locks, we are going to come to blows. Let's mm. just say that. So let's go yeah. back to Brendan. Brendan. All right. So actually, two of mine are already on the list, too. I had Dark Souls 2 and uh, uh, what was the other one? Super uh, Mario 2? No, uh, Jack 2. Jack 2. Right. <laughs> so my last one yeah. is uh, Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I was dude. afraid someone was going to do this because I never played th- 13 3. Or Lightning Returns, oh, or whatever Lightning it was Returns. called. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. 13.2 is a really good game. Is it? Because 13 is a good game, and 13.2 is a really good game. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was missing, people were missing from 13, is in 2. You know, it's towns, and shops, and side quests, open zones to explore. 13.2 had all that. With 13's really like kinetic and interesting battle system, mm-hmm. um, and That didn't take 9 hours to stuff. access the battle system. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Again, uh, that's why thirteen two is on this list uh, or on my list, I should say. So, um, I think it's a game that you know, since it's a two and it followed up a, a really divisive game, not a lot of people have played it. So I understand if you know it's something that people just don't have the experience with. But uh, for my money, it is absolutely the strongest of those three. Um, certainly, the one of the more interesting Final Fantasies in the entire series, and uh, one I really like a lot. You're sneaky, Brendan. You're calling out fucking nested trilogies within. Yeah, that's why it with Here's the thing: as I had another one, <laughs> I had another one. It was Wizardry Seven, which is a nested trilogy wow. within the Wizardry. That's what series, I had. No, that never would have made it. I wasn't going <laughs> to go there. Never would have survived. Be Wizardry the Wizardry the the White standing off to the left right now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thirteen two is my last one. You know, I didn't have. It's it, it it's not a story I can make as funny to me as it, I started playing that when I moved in with my girlfriend and she's just like no games in her life and the to its credit instead of waiting nine hours for you to start doing stuff like the opening of the game is like planets realigning and you moving a thousand like times the speed of light battling something the size of a skyscraper and my girl at the time turned to me like are all games like this and like no. <laughs> but they could that's, be that's why Maybe this is special and it, it it made it like she made it like oh we're not dating but we're still friends just that like oh what am i maybe i shouldn't play this in front of her anymore i didn't put a lot of time into it despite i love 13 actually really it's do. because of you guys talking about it and playing the battle theme I on your old theme. show oh, wow. that is why i bought it mm. blinded by light and I think that turned you theme. into a lifelong final fantasy fan uh, I was already a Final Fantasy fan, but that made me a Final Fantasy Thirteen fan. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, you guys vote. I'm I'm torn. I I, I have not played Thirteen, I, I so either. I can't weigh in. So. So. I'm gonna just say no because I oh, I love Brendan so much. Why am I doing this? <laughs> it's okay because you're. Cool. I wanted to just bring it up. I don't mind. Yeah, I, you're good. That's good. I feel like it's just you mentioning it. I feel better about. But I'm gonna. Mm. It's probably not gonna make the list because so many of us haven't played. No, I totally get it. I'll I'll allow my next entry to not make the list. But only sacrificing entries. Only because I have a pretty good idea of how you're going to argue around it. But it still remains my favorite in the series. And that's uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. At least of of this trilogy. And that very much is a 
the PS2 trilogy, Vice City, smack dab in the center. Mm. The first GTA to give a voice to your character and to give him something to use his money on. And what a fucking voice it was. Yeah. It's goddamn the late Ray Liotta. And, and, but something about the 80s theme, like San Andreas, yes, probably maybe the better game, but I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it just a, a lot of bland, open California country with not a lot of variation on stuff to do. And there's something, you know what I really miss about GTA? Remember the uh, stars you could drive through to lower your stars? They like yeah. totally got yeah. rid of those after uh, Vice City. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh shit, there's a giant gap over this lake. If I take that, the cops will stop oh, chasing right. me yeah, for some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> it would be too much of a video game if they did that. Though. Also, so, I think they got yeah. rid of the rampages yeah. too, didn't they? Or were they just. Yeah, they added them back later on. Yeah, well, um, they, as Trevor and Five. Mm-hmm. The latest GTA game. That's um. true. <laughs> <laughs> as of 11 years ago. Jeez. Uh, we all say that not putting any significant time into GTA Online, which is a ton of story elements. Sure. GTA Vice City. Like, I I, I loved that it, uh, well, that it, it changed the time and the motif. And as someone raised in Florida, I think Florida, I cannot wait for GTA 6 because that is just Vice City all the way. Like, Florida is such a strange place. And I, again, just want to put it out there again. I'm predicting GTA 6, there's a Disney World element. I really want this, this to happen. I mean, probably if it's Florida. but uh, I mean, they're, they're like six hours from each other, but Miami and hmm. <laughs> like five hours. But I really this, hope so. This is where I bring up the technicality. They didn't number those games, and we had a four come after three eventually. So yeah. can you technically say Vice City I, I is think, part of a I trilogy? think, yeah, you can say this is a trilogy. They sold them as series. a trilogy, yeah. like... They still sell them as a trilogy. And, and the stories are interconnected, whereas GTA 4 story is not connected to any of mm-hmm. those games. Those characters do not exist in the HD universe. I mean, I expected Michael to have this on here because no one was going to say GTA yeah, 2. I, I thought about it because Vice, you know, I, I know that there are people who will say that Vice City is better than San Andreas. I still think San Andreas is a much bigger, better game. And I, I, agree. I think music is integral to both of these experiences. Like, I thought that I yeah. hated 80s music until Vice City came along and put it in its proper context. How they mm. like. Flock of Seagulls, I think, has continued to like come on DJ playlists in clubs after being the advertisement for this because it was such a fun mm. fucking ad when it came out. Meanwhile, driving through California backcountry in San Andreas, uh, no, gave me an appreciation for country music. Playing uh, with the Queen of Hearts. Exactly. That song, 100% exactly. <laughs> no and I feel like that sort of set the stage for what they would do much later in the Red Dead games. Mm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I... I... <sighs> I'm inclined to vote for it because I love it, but on the other hand, like I still feel like San Andreas was the improvement. Like that, it's San the only like GTA that, that I, I have on my hard drive currently. I have the remastered Vice City. Wow! Fuck Florida, California, love San Andreas over Vice City all day. <laughs> what the baby. fuck? Where did that come from? Tom Petty's not from California. Suck my dick. Yeah, I'm on the west. Or I'm, yeah, I'm on the west coast. So what he but guess said. where Tom Petty chose to die, Chris? California. <laughs> was it in Vegas? Oh no, it was the day of the Vegas shooting. My bad. Um, whatever. I made my case for Vice City. Yes. That's, that's my, that's what I'm sticking to it. Vote. Oh, fuck now. it. I'll vote yes. Woo! Is that two no's? Brendan, you're the, you're the, you're the tiebreaker, I think. I've you, never Matt. played I'm a GTA or an West open Coast, world game. We're, okay. we're saying, I'm... Okay, it's, it makes, if it gets two votes, it makes the maybe list. It's gonna get its ass handed to it, though. 
Trust me. Yeah, we don't. I have haven't played it. Is the real thing. I've played well, San Andreas and three. I got some fucking era, so. bangers. This is where I dip into the bangers. You guys ready? Actually, it's Michael's turn. Yeah. Michael's turn. Uncharted dip into two, your bangers, the second Uncharted Ooh. game. I still feel like is the best out of that trilogy. The first game was a good proof of concept that kind of fell apart toward the end. The second game was wonderful. Introduced Chloe Frazier, one of the best characters in the series. Had some super cool moments, like when you're inside of the building that's being toppled by a missile and the entire level geometry starts wobbling around and throwing you out. Three felt like a letdown to me coming after two. Yeah, it, was a, it was a smaller story. It was less clear what was happening. Um, I, I, it was it was more focused on the father-son relationship between Drake and Sully. I did not like it as much, even though I know it was, for a lot of people, that is the more iconic game. That gave us the thing with the... The, the cargo, oh, yeah, the cargo coming out of the airplane. Like it's all in the, the big movie, right? From the movie, it yeah. is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this one I feel like I have a stronger case here. But there also, is an Uncharted we, Four, uh-huh. so this isn't. But it was a like, trilogy at the time, and then it moved on to new hardware. Um, but it's you still when you think Uncharted, I think four games. I don't think the trilogy plus that fourth one. Yeah, like, I, I don't think we need to say like no. There are only three games in this series. I think it is, it is crazy to think yeah. how many first party trilogies the ps3 had that it, it's nuts they, they were all ps3 uncharted one through three yeah yeah or, yeah yeah ps4 yeah. was Th- four, three yeah. also had a thing where uh if you went off the rails during chase scenes like it wasn't always clear which way you were supposed to go because they hadn't developed orange paint technology yet so uh if you went in the wrong direction you would just insta fail a chase and there would be no indication of why uh, anyway damn mm. Damn, I thought about this, and the only reason I didn't include it, Michael, was the technicality of like for for me, two is the old is the last Uncharted not to vastly overstay its welcome. Outside mm. of like Drake's fortune and mm-hmm. lost legacy, because man, four is like this is amazing. Like how much more of the same is there? The, I, I get it. You are very pretty. <laughs> uh, these are the same missions with very charming interstitials. Fuck, you yeah, lost lost legacy really corrected that but um yeah yeah like perfect amount of uncharted yeah for me i I consider this one briefly but it was just like well a the four the four games thing but also b like i thought each uncharted did get better and yes they got bigger and bloated too Mm. i do agree with chris in that regard but like i thought three was better than two out of that Ah. first trilogy no i'm not there Hmm. because that that opening train moment like it it changed gaming like uh, a lot of things in oh yeah oh yeah 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 the the cinematic moments we accept we expect with first party games I think comes from Uncharted too because I, I I remember looking at Uncharted one and like no one really had a lot to say about that game and other than like it's kind of pretty and two is something completely different like oh this is where all games should be going and most games realized they couldn't af- didn't know they couldn't afford to do that it had the best mm. multiplayer on PS3 also like this is the closest you can come to to Gears of War you know even though it doesn't have chainsaws. But <laughs> that's shit. I remember during the 24-hour marathons at our old employer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was always the go-to on PS3. Oh, so hard. Oh, so hard to play a game on PS3. Mm. Terrible online. So, uh, Brandon, what are you? Are you a yes or a no on this one? Uh, I mean, I don't like Uncharted, so uh, by default, <laughs> I'm just gonna say no. Um, right. Gotta get got a Japanese game. In Sounds like that's two no's. Yeah, I'll story. do another no just to keep it off the line. Oh, man, get it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm with, I, I'm right. with you though. This is my that's my favorite Uncharted game. Period. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. 
I got two that are quite obvious that I'm hoping I'm going to get more than one backer. Right, I waited for my last one of mine just because I assumed somebody would say it. I'm I'm going well. Which ah, the the most obvious I will save because I think that's going to be our number one. I'm going to go Bioshock Two. Bioshock Two out of the Bioshock trilogy was super duper strong. It did everything right. Definitely better than Infinite, but not better than one. I like it better than one. Hmm? What? What? I mean, a lot of that does ride on the DLC. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but yes, no. Bioshock Two. I would. I, I almost put this on my list as well. I would absolutely give this one a yes. Johnny Topside. Well, now I'm going to vote it down just to hear what else Brendan has. <laughs> what about Michael? Michael, are you? A yeah, yay that's or a yay for me. That's a that's a good good one. I, I probably would have put it on my list, but I knew you were going to put it on yours. Okay. Damn. Okay. I, thought, I really thought. All right. Brendan, do you have any more, or were you were yours? I do. All I did have. I had like backups. Uh, I only. Yeah, yeah. I went with five, but I do have a couple back. Well, one okay. backup specifically. Okay. And I think it's probably one that's going to be on a lot of people's list. It's Donkey Kong Country Two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Let it's me not. Keep I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think the, it's the, the best. The, of the JPEGs of the, are higher resolution in that one. That was the big feature <laughs> that time around. Uh, I think it's the best of that of that trilogy, um, and I think it's a really good platformer. That um, Do you hate you know. Donkey Kong? What? Because <laughs> he's what? not in it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Be- right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's good because that mm-hmm. dumb ape ain't in it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> okay. two chimps like-, like nature intended. I mean, at least it's not three with Kitty Kong, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that was my that was my last uh, that was my last kind of like backup pick. That's a hard no. <laughs> I never played it, so... I, I don't can't. like any yeah. of those games that much. That's a no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're all the same game. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, uh, let's go, Chris. What do you got? You got any more entries? I mean, the one I think has the best shot is Mass Effect 2. There it is. There it is. There's I think we all one. thought everyone was going to put that on there, and Brendan's biting his lip. I've never played a Mass Effect game. Oh, um, Brendan. Talk some shit. Let's go, baby. Let's hear it. Dude, Mass Effect 1 is the best game in that series. Fuck Mass Effect 1. Fuck the Because it has the best forever. atmosphere. The I story's the best. So the decisions it. mean the most. Uh-huh. It is absolutely by far and away the best. Now, two, I will say, has a decent shooting, but one is better because this is an RPG shit series, and two, like, did away with all that. And two, like, it's solely focused on its characters, which is fine, but, like, there's, n- like, there's not a whole lot that really happens in that game plot-wise. I don't know. I think Mass Effect 1, I absolutely prefer it. Um, I, I, It's definitely better than Mass Effect 3, Um I do. I love the ending of three, but I, I think the game is bad. I love the um, end of of two. I think and, that's, that's uh, one of the most moving interactive experiences of that generation. Yeah. The Brendan, that, that come on. Last... What about the intro to two? The fucking smoking man element throughout two. Dude, like, they took they took they took a Kotor like CRPG and they turned it into an action game. It's unforgivable. I, I will not. I will not stand for it. It's a hard no. And I don't want to get base on this, but this Miranda's is the psychic like, damage I was telling y'all about. Miranda's, Miranda's Heine, uh, Morden, hello. Uh, mm-hmm. Morden's fine. I mean, like I said, good characters, but like I, I don't know, man. More of Mass Effect's multiplayer than I did of Mass Effect, but I played a ton of Mass Effect two. I felt like two. I felt like two had a lot of options that ultimately amounted to nothing. Whereas one, like. Is Rex going to live or die? That sort of thing. It's so impactful. Uh, I don't know. I, I look back on one, and I, I would play that one before any of the other ones. But you had all that in Mass Effect 2 as well. 
I mean, sure. I, look, this is a Brendan-ass thing. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this is objectively true and that everyone needs to agree with me. I just have very strong feelings about the Mass Effect trilogy. And a lot of that is tied up into my, like, con- like I, I, not contrarian because I, I'm trying to be, but just... My opinions on that game are different from everyone else's, and I fully understand that. But it's still getting a no from me, and so there you go. I'm just being a bit of a chaos agent. I love every Mass Effect game. I like 1, 2, and 3. So, like, uh, to hear you champion 1 is making me so happy. The fact that, like, everyone's biggest complaint about 1 is, like, one element, it's the Mako shit. And I'm just like, whatever, yeah, dude. Yeah, wh- like, that's not the game. Like wh- one, one, 1 was working out the a type of game that had never, ever existed before. Mm. And 2 greatly refined that and three kind of made it more of a shooter to get as many people to play it as they possibly could i don't hate three by any stretch of the imagination i I found the end a little frustrating whereas i found the end of two moving in a way that games aren't really ever moving uh kind of like that fourth to last episode of game of thrones where they got rid of the fucking uh uh (laughs) the winter too quickly Mm -hmm. um where everybody's just sitting there like let's all talk for maybe the last time uh, this is going to get real weird. And for a lot of people, that was the last time they saw those characters. And that it was different for fucking everybody. And I thought it was really fucking cool. Because one had no idea where they were taking that. And and I never finished one, so like Rex was never in my shit. And I mean, I think they did have a... I mean, behind the scenes stuff is that the writers completely changed from two, 1 to 2. And they threw mm-hmm. out the the plot that the writers in one had had. So it did take a different like angle. Um, that worked for star Wars really well. Did. in the, the new trailer. I mean, movie. It, to be fair, a, a lot of people love mass effect too. And I, I, I will admit that I, I don't think it's a bad game and I understand why people love it. So like for me, it's not my favorite of the trilogy, but Hey, I, I you've made Jack some strong thing. points. I think you're going to get overruled. Cause I think the three other folks here are, are championing it yes yes michael are you yes on two yeah, or are you i'm indifferent i never, what? never finished two i was like yeah this is pretty good you don't need to finish it to know it's excellent yeah. i think you do but whatever <laughs> i'm t- i'm tired i have still I mean, have we, one more we, left yeah we can't not have mass effect two on this yeah. i get it all right all right michael what do you got one more so yes i do so assassin's creed Likes to do this thing where it creates trilogies within the larger narrative. They did it Mm -hmm. with the Ezio trilogy, which was Mm -hmm. AC2, Brotherhood, Brotherhood. and Revelations. And it did it with, I guess, what you could call the RPG games, which are Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite is the Kenway trilogy of Assassin's Creed 3, Oh, that's a hard no. And and, uh, Rogue. (laughs) Assassin's Creed 4. But 4 is the key. That's what he listed there. Uh, 4 is the second entry in that trilogy. You fucking... See, I was prepared to fight you on Brotherhood. Like, Mm -hmm. eh, it's fine, but like... You can't say no to four. Assassin's Creed Four, dude. Think of the like, audience that now. It's such who, a who great game. Who could I, be more fiending for four after Skull and Bones? <laughs> did you see that? Like it, it, its player count went up by like two or three hundred percent on Steam after Skull no. and Bones came out. Anyway, I I'm gonna give this a yes. That's my favorite Assassin's Creed. It's one of my favorite like just maritime themed games ever made. Also, it's so good. I, I'm go- I'm gonna anger some fans and say I think it has the best modern day element where you work at Abstergo and you're actually involved in the narrative and solving yeah. mysteries and yeah, I didn't mind that shit stuff. at all I didn't yeah, yeah I because I didn't I don't like when they go too abstract like I'm just climbing cubes in a white space mm. it's like no it's 
I love that, like, having visited that Ubisoft office in Montreal many times, like, seeing what they did to yeah. their, their office is, this is Matthew speaking, not Michael, who works for Ubisoft. The Montreal office of Ubisoft is not this nice corporate tower, like, amazing thing. Like, it's kind of run down and creaks a lot when you walk on the wooden floors and shit. And it's just like, I love that they gave themselves this, like, 30-story immaculate building in the middle of Montreal. That was great. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, AC4 is fucking undeniable. That's a good poll. Hearing That's all why. these nested trilogy uh, <laughs> like justifications just makes me think I should have fought for Final Fantasy VIII, but that's fine. Is yeah, the, the PlayStation trilogy, yeah, yeah. I guess. You could call I, it that. I also think that four stands out so well because three was such a mess for Assassin's Creed. I'm sorry. Man, I had a lot of high hopes for three. Michael. I think I gaslit myself into thinking three was better than it was at the time, <laughs> all things considered. But yeah, uh, yeah. Hard no for me. <laughs> <laughs> overruled <laughs> alright so here's does anyone have any more entries because we have quite a long yeah. list I, 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 I did but I, I, I'm willing to discount my own in light of a recent 302010 conversation okay uh, there's a, Sonic 2 I, I don't think anybody has a negative thing to say about Sonic 2 it, it makes sense as a Genesis trilogy but like it's the 30th anniversary of 3 which I hadn't I'd sold my Genesis by the time that came out to get a Super Nintendo I had played Sonic 3 in spurts but I'd never played it in full twice until Origins. I fucking love Sonic 3. <laughs> it's very, very good. The only and Sonic I've played is Frontiers, so I will take it's your word It's very for it. messy oh, when you talk trilogy, though, because Sonic yeah. CD was in there as totally. well. Totally. As, as Origins. No, there's, there's like. a billion reasons to discount it, but I had Sonic 2 in there just to let the audience know I was thinking about it as something... Sonic m- appreciates. Yeah, yeah. I really do like Sonic 2. All right, so here's the short list, quote-unquote, that I have, and we're going to have to be brutal, gents. All right, here we go. Fable 2. Nope. Mario yeah, 2. Jack 2. Definitely. Dark Souls 2. Arkham uh, City. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the original. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Bioshock 2. Mass Effect 2. Assassin's Creed 4. How many is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Mm, Try ah, to make five. Half. Got to cut it in half. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with the first one. First cut for me, personally. Agreed. Uh, Mario two. Mario. Oh no! Two. No. <laughs> no! No! You no. already said no. yes. No! No! <laughs> no! No! Okay. Think, let's cut it. Let's get out of there. All right. Because yeah. the whole weird NES technicality thing. Mario you two. don't want one thing representing the first thirty years of gaming. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I just don't want people coming after. Us. Oh, technically, it's Donkey Donkey Panic Bro. Shut up. Shut, Shut your up. mouth. Touch grass. Shut your mouth. Go outside, nerd. Replace it with Ninja Garden Garden nerd. too, which everyone loves. <laughs> Dark Sword of Chaos. I ain't got time for your distractions. Go on, get. Go on. <laughs> okay, someone else be brutal. Who who wants to cut one? Suggest a cut. Do it. We can cut Fable Two. Yeah, let's cut Fable Two. I was about. To I didn't have strong yeah, that is, about it. To me, Fable Two is the strongest Fable. Five. I mean, it is, but I mean, it made it to the second round. Good for it. All right, Hooray. all right, all right. I'm, how about? <laughs> I, I killed one before. I'd like to sacrifice Dark Souls 2. I don't think there's any way Michael no, and Chris will let that. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Fine. Then Michael cut one. Michael, name one to cut. Vice City. <gasps> That's yeah. all of mine. Fuck Vice. Fuck Vice. That's Get it. all of mine. Fuck. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> Chris, cut one. Chris, name one to cut. Name it. Fuck uh, Assassin's Creed 4. No. Get the fuck out of here. Nope, nope, not <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't know why everybody really? loves it so much. Yeah, what? I don't know. Oh, oh my yeah, God. I didn't like it. 
Hmm. Well, you ne- also never got to the pirate part, did you? It that might have happened. Yeah. 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 Anyone willing to go to bat for Jack 2? Jack 2 staying on yes, this? Yes, I'll, I'll go to bat It's for such Jack an two. interesting choice. I would rather Jack 2 be on there than almost anything else. Okay. I never would have thought of the Jack 2. We're down to, we're down to 7. Jack 2, Dark Souls 2, Batman Arkham City, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Bioshock 2, Mass Effect 2, and Assassin's Creed 4. I think I Assassin's Creed 4 and Bioshock 2 can get on out of here. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like in that lineup, I feel... Like Bioshock Two might might be able to go, I yeah. As, even though I nominated, I get it because mm. like one, Bioshock One is very yeah. very strong. That's still yeah, I think the superior game. So let's 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 knock that one out. All right, we're down to six. All we're right. down to six. We're making progress here. Making progress. Well, clearly you got to get Mass Effect Two off there. God, <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. Yeah, Jack Two, Dark Souls Two, Batman. I'm gonna actually City. start doing that. I'm gonna go through Call locks. So I think I think Mass Effect Two is a lock. I think Assassin's Creed Four. Michael and I are gonna kind of force to be a lock. Oh yeah, I'm I'm behind you on that and one Brendan. too. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we got two two locks. Okay, so then we're down to out of Jack Two, Dark Souls Two, Arkham City. Uh, Arkham City feels like a lock. Does does anyone yeah, else? Sure. Dark Souls Two is the only one I drop. No offense, Brendan. I need to get be more familiar with. No, it. no, I, I yeah, I I would drop Dark Souls Two, but I uh, I, I am willing to sacrifice Call of Duty depending on what you guys I, think. You know what's funny? I was actually going to say, like, just hearing all those and thinking about it, like, in terms of impact or whatever, I mean, as much as Dark Souls 2 is important to Elden Ring, I do think that Call of Duty yeah, probably no, I, should be on I, the list. I, I, Dark Souls 2 is kind of my trolley thing. It was just, it just, I know people would get riled up about that one, so I'm willing to kill it and sacrifice that. It's okay. I and think now, probably people get riled up for a lot of stuff I said on this segment. I, so. <laughs> I feel like, also, we kind of have a strong order right now. Let me just... I'm going to try this out with you guys. Okay, okay, going from number five to number one, see if this order sounds right to you. It sounds Ooh, right to me. Do we have a one, two, three, four situation? Ne- number five, Jack 2. Mm-hmm. Number four, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Number three, Arkham City. This is where I would personally throw a loop, and most people would say Mass Effect 2 is number one. Mass Effect 2, number two, and I'm, I would say Assassin's Creed 4, number one. Michael, your Dark Horse candidate is, is Hell really... Yeah. One meal. Yeah, through Matt's manipulation. Not at all. Really rising. Through Matt manipulation. Do you think that Call of Duty shouldn't be one position higher? Do you mean number five or number... Do you mean it should be... Wait, you're trying to to bump Arkham City down? Yeah, just because I feel like Modern Warfare 2... I think you go to hell if you try that, Brendan. (laughs) Well, I's not thinking about... Here's the thing. I'm not thinking about in terms of quality or like how I like the game. I'm just trying to... I'm I guess I'm thinking just of like... That game was... It's still a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I played a a real-life recreated map of Scrapyard from Modern Warfare 2. It was that big. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like... I feel like if you ask most people, their obvious answers in this category would be Arkham City and Mass Effect 2. Like, that, Mm. those would probably be the two games. And Dead Space 2, which nobody nominated. Oh, uh, shit. What Space 2? Dead Space 2. I knocked it down for Portrait of Ruin. (laughs) <laughs> Portrait of Ruin was a possibility. <laughs> we don't have it on this list. <laughs> Do you think uh, I'm kidding? Because let's put no, Portrait I'm, of Ruin on it. Was, it was. It, I tried to justify it somehow. Um, Aria of Sorrow is better anyway. So, I, so, um, I, I, so you're, like you're arguing to make Call of Duty number three, Arkham City number four. I, that doesn't sit right with me personally. Okay. I mean, like, how that's about we make no, 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 Mass I'm Effect two number four and then bump the other two up one? 
That I don't what? think I would put my Mass bladder Effect says yes below <laughs> Arkham City. I love that you guys. No one is arguing with the AC four as a number one choice. I thought no, it's, I sure. think that's great. It's, it's I think clear it's, that's that's the fucking goddamn corrupt Democratic uh, <laughs> National Convention choice, and no one's going to be able to choose that Bernie Sanders. It's 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 going to be Hillary right. Clinton all the way. Chris is getting burned right now. Going to be Hillary Clinton all the way. <laughs> Look, I think that it's such an inspired choice. It's something that I didn't even consider, and now that I've heard it, it's there's no other option in my mind. So yeah, right. um, yeah. nobody considers a part four as a mid trilogy. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and argue for for 20 minutes that I think that that it needs to happen. If if that's the if that's the top five and folks are comfortable with it, like hell yeah, let's lock it in. Let's yeah. go for it. I, I think I, all five of those games are important. They're good. Let's go for it. Okay, it's but, another. Like, Let's get the sound effects right. Okay, so... Our... Why do we do this format? Because all I wish at the end of these is that I was dead and had different Stop friends. Stop elongating it. Here we go. <laughs> Num- our... Number five. Jack two. That's a fine hello. I've been crawling around in this place, risking my tail, literally, to save you. I've been looking for you for two years. Say something. Just this once. I'm going to kill Praxis. Shh. Our... Number four. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, correct? Correct. Frosty. All right. Five years ago, I lost 30,000 men in the blink of an eye. And the world just fucking watched. Tomorrow, there will be no shortage of volunteers. No shortage of patriots. I know you understand. Number three. Batman Arkham City. Oh, such a good game. Get back here, Harley. But I want to know who he is, sweet. No one's who you think they are, my dear. Why spoil the fun? It was all a lie. There's nothing wrong with you. Nice of you to say, but you of all people should know there's plenty wrong with me. Take my blood, for example. I wish somebody would. This stuff is killing me. Number two. Mass Effect 2, appropriately enough. I have a shuttle ready to take you to Freedom's Progress, the latest colony to be abducted. Miranda and Jacob will brief you. Is this a volunteer job or am I being volunteered? You always have a choice, Shepard. And finally, our... System Shock. Oh. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. <laughs> you absurd cutthroats and your precious philosophy. You live in the world, but you cannot make it move. You mistake my motive, old man. I'm only after a bit of coin. <laughs> As was I, lad. As was I. Hooray. I just love that people are going to see a number four in our yeah. list of best number twos and be like, what? Look, no. if you know this, this story, it's, yeah, Assassin's Creed 3. Assassin's Creed 4 is the next entry in the trilogy, even though it's a prequel where you play as Connor's grandfather and then Rogue, you play as a side character who teams up with Connor's dad. It's it's the story of a family told across three chapters. Nobody tell them that in Syndicate they also reference some of those characters. Yeah, but they my... don't actually appear. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. I know they. You think it's I don't know that? Come of on, the trilogy. See, it's just it's fine. You come I, to my I house. Love this, yes. I love this. 
<laughs> the House of Assassins. Exactly. All right, that's been our top five. We all need pee breaks. Oh. So uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Probably some other things, so stay tuned. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got the feeling that something ain't right. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. Because we both wanted to talk about this and the holidays got in the way, but Godzilla Minus One rocked both our worlds, did it not? Oh, dude, it, it's. I, I went into it assuming I would like it. Um, I did not go into it assuming it was going to probably be the best Godzilla movie ever. You're not wrong, according to box office or critics. It is yeah, it's, pretty, it's it's doing pretty insane right now. And we're going to un- dig into more of that. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our second segment where we're just going to dive right into that segment that we all know and love as... Make you wait for the one you want to hear the most. Poor Brendan. Are we doing that? Are we making... Are we waiting? We're waiting for the biggie? We should. I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, there's there's less to say about some of this other stuff. Um Pacific Drive got to play a bit of that uh, from last. That week. looks super. What fucking is this cool. game? What is this about? So it is. It is in an alternate history where there was a strange anomaly uncovered in the Pacific Northwest in the fifties, and now it's the nineties, and there's time for clacks. Uh, you drive up mm-hmm. there in your station wagon. You get sucked into the Olympic exclusion zone, and then you get like uh, some scientists on your car radio who are talking to you. And you find an anomaly, which is an intact car that actually runs despite all these matter disintegrating energy surges that pop up everywhere. And mm. they tell you, like, oh, we've we've heard of these, but we've never actually seen one. These these are like objects that will show up and are resistant to this. But whoever finds them becomes uh, uh, increasingly obsessed with them until they die. Uh, oh. And so, like, yes, you will become more and more obsessed with your car until you die but it's it's a survival game uh but it has a narrative and a big chunk of the game is about like making and repairing components for your car like you Mm -hmm. have to you know create increasingly uh better quality panels and doors and stuff Mm. like that because monsters will show up and tear them apart this is essentially all i did with unlimited legos back in the day Mm. yes I did learn something new, Michael. Up until tonight, I thought the Olympic exclusion zone was just Canada. Yeah. And I know that joke doesn't work if we're talking Winter Olympics, but I had to run it because it's much funnier to say Canada. That's where Sonic and Mario get together. <laughs> the Olympic and Smash Brothers. Come on. Uh, that's where the Olympic athletes smash. Yeah, um, this game looks cool as shit because my only problem with most survival games, it's like, 
hey, 43-year-old child with infinite time, figure this game. But, like, this has a narrative structure yeah. to it. You, you do not have to chop trees. Instead, what you will do is drive around and you'll, like, oh, here's a camp over here that's full of materials I can harvest. So you'll get out and you'll take a chainsaw to nearby cars and break them down into component parts that you can then build into other things. And there's, yeah. like, a bunch of cool sci-fi shit and hazards. It's, it's sort of like... What if um, Stalker was set in the Pacific Northwest and you had a car? I'm not kidding. It re- like I l- was reading about it. It reminded me of how much I like the Twisted Metal series, hmm. where Anthony Mackie is this dude doing whatever he can to his car at the end of the world to drive from one area to the other. It's a much better idea for a Twisted Metal game with a single-player element uh, than I've ever seen before. The Twisted Metal show, don't sleep on it. I spent way too much time in that show thinking about the economics of, yeah. like, okay, well, how how expensive would it be for him just to pay for gas for these deliveries mm-hmm. and all the upgrades and bullets and shit? And I'm like, this none of this is making sense. He's delivering literally cough syrup to these people. Like, there's no <laughs> way he's getting compensated. <laughs> cough syrup is very valuable post-apocalypse. It, it totally is. I'm still on the on the still want to get on the soapbox about it. Samoa Joe playing a Will Arnett voice character is the most interesting thing it's that's happened in like five years. Considering it's Samoa great. Joe's voice is the best part of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good actor with his body, and Will Arnett really? it's such a good character. I know, but I they done it. fucked up. They could have just had Joe do the voice because yeah. he's that good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Dark Forces remaster. So excited. It's pretty good. I played the first level that everybody's played where you steal the Death Star plans. Because that yeah. was the free demo from the 90s. Um, <laughs> and, and yes, like, so it's interesting what has and hasn't changed. The art has, like, it's still, you know, 2D, pseudo 3D. But well, they, uh, they, they, they said there was an interesting article. They had to marry, they had to update the art. Mm-hmm. Because some of it was just stills from the movies mixed with, like, invisible pixels, like, that were supposed to make out Darth Vader's face. So yeah. they did have to, like, Get in there and remake stuff. Yeah, a lot but... of the stuff is redrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, the ships are all now completely 3D, which is kind of neat. So, mm. yeah, you have these, these you know, cool. 3D ship cutscenes, and then it does a cutaway, and it's like these two characters that look like paintings talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go and shoot a bunch of uh, stormtroopers, and it's fucking rad. This is the best game I've ever played that I thought would never be playable and you know i hear different things about it but it is to me it's this super important building block in the first person shooter between doom and everything else absolutely uh and it it still hold it's it's you know dated but still pretty fun yeah yeah oh and and how many of the elements like have ended up in like modern star wars shit dark stormtroopers and Mm -hmm. Is it fair to say, so like, you know, Half-Life is regarded as as this monumental game in terms of, you know, adding narrative to a first-person shooter, like to the first-person shooting genre, right? Half-Life 1 and and 2 obviously did even more. On the console side, though, I'd say Dark Forces might have been the big first-person shooter game to have some more story in it. It was PC originally. It was, yeah, yeah. put it in DOS, which is, DOS. DOS shit is so hard to, like, recompile. And, and and I was reading my my head was spinning reading what what Night Dive had to do to change the game to make it playable now. I'm excited to play this. I'm hoping it also means that we get uh, Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight 
remaster as well. I, I still think that's an easier feat, just because it didn't rely on goddamn animated oh, sure. gifts. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel um, like, didn't one of those get a Switch remaster recently? The Jedi Knight 2 did. Jedi Knight mm-hmm. 2. But not, yeah. Okay, but okay. not yeah, the Raven Dark Forces Jedi Knight. Ones. Ah. I... Man, those all should have been in this as one collection. It, 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 it just to me, it's nuts. It's a piece of the video game puzzle of how games got to be this way. Mm-hmm. But it's also Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 how did nobody redo this until now? It just makes it's horrible, horrible yeah. oversight. Well, now it's it's out and you can buy it. Um, did anyone play Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons remake? No, because nope. I played the original, and I kind of feel like that's a game you play once and say, I oh, God, I'm really glad I played that, because mm-hmm. it is a really beautiful, touching, moving game. Um, but, like, I don't need to play that shit again. I'm good. Brothers! Right. Brothers! Well, let's Brothers. move on to the main event, Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Rebirth. Uh, Brendan, you, you have finished it. Oh, guys, I misunderstood. I thought you were having me on to talk about Sheer and the Wanderer 6, the latest in the Mystery Dungeon yeah, series. Let's go. Let's get right. out this week. Uh, how did yeah. it, oh, fucking autocorrect. <laughs> I'm Ed sorry. Let's awkward. go, Brendan. Uh, no, but yeah. I mean, Sheer and the Wanderer 6 does come out this week. Very excited oh, about it. But um, yeah, I played Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. That is a video game that exists. Let so, me tell you. It's good? Not good? What'd you think? Um... So since I don't have a written review out anywhere, uh, I will say that I agree with the Metacritic score. How about that? Mm. I don't know what that is. I'll look it up. It's a 93 last I checked. Damn. That's pretty good for Metacritic these days. Insanely good. Top-tier games get somewhere in the That's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 good. (laughs) It could be lower now. I I don't know. Um, This is... This is a big, beautiful mess of a game. Um, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's, so it's a modern Final Fantasy. It's, it is and it isn't in many ways. Um, the, I, think, I think the best way to do this is if you have any questions about this game, like throw them at me because this is a big game with a lot of moving parts and it's hard to just kind of dive in. I know, it's, 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 but it's just hard for me to do because all my questions are things... That, that I want or to about the story. Uh, question stuff? number Ooh, one: yeah. Did they fix yeah. the mistake they made in the last one and change her name back to Eris, the proper pronunciation? Yeah, that is they not correct. That both- it is Eris. And they God did not. They you. did not do that. Um, but one thing that they did correct in this game is that in the uh, in remake, one of the problems with the combat system was that if an enemy was out of range of your party and they mm. couldn't attack it or whatever you couldn't earn your atb gauge very fast it, go, it went up very incrementally and so you're basically stuck there doing nothing in this game they gave you um, a lot of attacks that are called synergy uh there's synergy moves and synergy abilities and synergy mm. moves you can do with another party member without atb that are just kind of smaller attacks that um, so you can do stuff regardless of what the enemy is doing. You're not just stuck sitting there waiting for your ACB gauge to fill up. Mm. Um, And there's a lot of stuff like that. There's like a lot of synergistic stuff between the, the party members in combat, uh, little changes to the way equipment um, and material work that um, weren't like huge flaws in remake, but that are just smoother in rebirth. Like, for now, um, in Rebirth, blocking and dodging, which used to be materia, are just mm. things you can just do. Oh, yeah. nice. So, right. yeah, they, oh, I hated... I mean, I, I never did it, 
but I hated taking up a materia slot with blocking. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Dodge, I, yeah. I did take up materia slots. Now you can dodge whenever, and blocking mm -hmm. in this game, there is materia that will like enhance sure. like your your sense. your block percentage or your window or whatever. Did you play? Did you play intergrade? Because I'm wondering. I did. Intergrade, I think, had some really slight refinements over it did, the original. Yes. I think some of the big ones, like the synergy stuff, showed up in there with uh, yeah. with Sonon. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's that with all of your party members that you can play as in this game, um, which um, not every character from Final Fantasy VII, the original, is playable in this game, but they are all in this game. Um, and I heard, uh, I heard this was like in the news like vincent valentine is not playable but is in cinematics Correct. and stuff yeah. same with mm -hmm. sid sid is not playable he's just your pilot that takes you to and from places after a certain point in the game understood they're saving it for the dirge of cerberus remake which is really what yeah. i'm yeah. right yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um but um you know i i think that that makes sense and uh, of course you know so you have like seven in this game uh in the next one you will have a certain number of party members i'm not going to tell you how many um and yeah, I think I think that in terms of gameplay, I think this game is excellent. It's why I love this game. It is so much fun to fight enemies. It's one of those few RPGs that I played for almost mm. 80 hours where I continually was just like, yeah, dude, let's fight some more. I want to fight some more dudes. This is just fun to do. So, Brendan, I, I don't want to delve too far into spoiler territory. This was in a lot of the trailers, though, and I... If it's late in the game and it's a spoiler, you can just say, yeah, yeah, pass. Zach. Zach was in the trailers a lot. And uh -huh. so do we find out early on in the game what's going on with Zach? And is he like in the party or is this something that's like a big late game reveal that maybe people should discover for themselves? How about this? I will tell you off air the the actual answer to this question, and I will answer it in a diplomatic way and say there are things in Final Fantasy VII Remake that the ending seeded that show up throughout the entirety of Rebirth. Mm, okay. Should I have played Crisis Core a remaster above? <laughs> if I've are you this? familiar with Crisis Core's story? I am after loving Remake. Um, I, I, I think you'll be fine. Why that's significant. Fine. I mean, technically, uh, that story is covered I, in the original I, I, seven. I sure, don't, but there are things there. I don't normally do the research. There are things that happen or just are contained within Crisis Core um, that, regardless of if they have to do with Zack or, or the storyline of Final Fantasy VII, they do um, show up in ways. How about okay. that? Okay. The, one of the most exciting things, I don't know if we mentioned that. We probably did. I, I I don't know that I've seen a game. There's a bundle that's the exact same price as Rebirth that includes Remake for PS5. Yeah, they're pretty much, they just, they're giving you that. They're giving it away. Um, that's insane. I wanted to ask, so it's hard to remember this, but actually Remake was a PS4 game that then had mm -hmm. that PS5, like the... Mm -hmm. give us 20 bucks we'll give you the awesome version with integrate or however they did that so this being i think native to ps5 like yeah does it look a lot better than the original yes. like yeah so i played it in performance mode because i just really liked the way it looked at 60 frames I, per second but I, that, um, that's that's my only thing from the demo 
just like 16, it has the most evident loss of detail in each mode. There's a day one patch that fixes a lot of that stuff. Okay, and good. Specifically, the thing, one of the things it did was fix some of the loss of detail. It still has, you know, there's some times where like that texture is struggling a little bit. It's it thinks it's yeah. maybe 20 feet further away from me than it actually is. It hasn't ah, popped in yet. Yeah. It's totally fine. Um, it's entirely playable. It really never took me out of the experience. Um, 4K at 30 plays just fine. If you want like that super crisp, high resolution, it's great. Um, I played at 60 just because I liked the way that that looked a little bit better. Uh, I typically yeah. do. I typically... It's weird. Some games, you really do feel the frames more. No. Like, not to knock Skull and Bones, but Skull and Bones... I went back to quality mode for that's like the first game this generation where I'm like actually I want to see the more detailed stuff because like I wasn't gameplay wise I'm like it's not really worth these extra frames to me like my mm. ship's cannons are still operating you know as needed like mm. it's I didn't feel I needed like that super fast reflexes the 16 yeah. was the first game that really let you go back and forth and like I don't know which one I prefer because I hate the drops that each one 16 delivers did a weird trade off where if if you didn't know to disable it, it also added motion blur with the 30 yeah. frames. And, and apparently you're to... supposed to restart every time you do that. So yeah. it takes real effect. Right. Um, but, frankly, yeah. I think I think 7 Rebirth in 30 could use some motion blur because it is a bit jittery to me, to my mm. eyes in, mm-hmm. in 30. Other people don't feel that way. So, I mean, it, your mileage may vary. The thing is, though, the reason another reason I really liked playing it in 60 is um, the world looks great in both mm-hmm. um and i that's part of that's another so the combat was a re, one of the main reasons i love the game but the other part is just the world is gorgeous it's huge like mm. the zones that you get to explore are huge they're meaningful to explore both in like the it's not just an open space where you can go anywhere at any time necessarily without any sort of navigation or effort like sometimes you have to be like oh i need to unlock a new ability to get to this up this cliff to find out what's in that chest or whatever um and the open world activities they're not groundbreaking you're not going to be like wow they it's it's the next reinvention of the open world stuff it's pretty rote and there's not a ton of stuff to do in the open world but it's all solid and it's all wrapped up in this like like i said this beautiful environmental level design and great combat so there's just this really nice loop of like oh i want to go do this side quest and what's this weird quirky character and that sort of thing and there's a and that's the the other big improvement i think over remake is that rebirth's main side quest because there's a lot of side stuff but they're like the the main side quest there's like you know five or six per region that you'll do and each one has like you pair up with one of your party members and you get a lot of good writing and good character moments the objectives are a lot more interesting than they were in remake i think the side quests, like they're not The Witcher Three, they're not, they're certainly not Baldur's Gate Three, but they are uh, enough of an appreciable upgrade that um, I don't know. I did all of them. I, I almost a hundred percented every area just doing side quests and, and side activity stuff, just because I liked doing that stuff. I think for me, where things kind of falter are some of the pacing especially in for me the linear moments i know some people who are like man the open world really slowed the game down for me i I just couldn't you know i I didn't like it as much for me i feel the opposite i i love being in the open world stuff but some of the linear sections it's like they could have been 20 to 30 percent shorter in some of these and Mm. there's a couple sections towards the end in particular that 
I think overstay their welcome in in ways that maybe negatively impacted my final stretch of the game, yeah. barring the ending, which I thought was magnificent. But um, last game had those two. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, that fucking train yard segment was way too mm, long right for what. It so was. and it's like, so it's a lot of stuff like that in I think some of the linear, more dungeony sections. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that maybe in the original Final Fantasy VII was a ten or twenty minute section has been stretched out to forty. 60 or more minutes you're and snowboarding it's like, oh, down the guys. world's longest <laughs> ski run <laughs> i mean there are a lot of great mini games in this too though oh. speaking of like like you know um the end of this game takes you up to uh, a very i mean they've said where that game ends uh mm-hmm. in press stuff so um you know i i don't think it's a huge spoiler to say you're not doing anything in disc two in this game how about that um and or disc three it's pretty much all just disc one content and uh the mini games that they've added because there weren't that many in disc one aside from like fort condor all almost all of them with i think a couple exceptions were really fun and i had a lot of fun like the card game the like new card game that game should be a mobile game it is so much fun i love it um well how about this for a, a question well what the only other dumb question like uh I was playing the demo again today. Mm-hmm. Uh, how far does the demo content appear into the game? Because it makes it sound like yeah, you don't... That, that was my question, actually. So do you begin with the Nibelheim story, or does that take place later and you just get to skip it if you did it in the demo? <laughs> okay, next question. He smiles coyly, ladies and gentlemen. Next question. Okay, it's the, it is the... It is the biggest and meatiest part of the game from the get-go. It is not... There's about 10 minutes of the game that wasn't in the demo that starts the game. Okay, next question. Um, I hear you like RPGs. The Crawl is a YouTube channel that exists. You've heard of Final Fantasy VII? You like the game? The original? (laughs) Yeah. The original Final Fantasy VII, I think, is a very... Boring game to play with a cool world and a great soundtrack. All right, shut up. That's not what I was asking. <laughs> but what I was more asking, like, well, well, what was your? How did you feel coming into this? Uh, like, so I mean, remake was kind of a revelation for me because, like I said, I I'm not a huge Final Fantasy VII guy. I love six. I love eight. I love ten, uh, twelve. I like I like a lot of the weird ones. So seven to me was just kind of like it's cool. I have a lot of fondness for it. It's not my favorite remake. I think is an incredible game and it elevated the whole thing of Final Fantasy I love, VII. I love mind. remake. And-, um, and so going to this, I, I haven't been this excited for a game. I don't think I was even this excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I was so excited for this game. It, it was my number one anticipated game of the year for sure. Yeah, same. Um, I think Dragon's Dogma is a close second, but... That's ridiculous, very different but keep thing. going. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I think... And I think it made good on just about everything... The, all the parts I, I wanted it to make good on, and then the parts that I'm iffy on, um, it's a lot of stuff that's like, I wonder how that's going to pay off in the third one. Or it's like the pacing stuff where it's like, yeah, it's not great, but you know, on a replay, it's not a huge... It's weird to think about, like, um, two years didn't used to be a lot of time to wait to yeah. see something followed up on, but it seems like a lot now. Yeah, I think, I honestly, I think... 
part three will be in 2027 to coincide with the 30th anniversary. That just seems like the most logical landing point in my mind. Cause this is four years after remake. So, um, with integrate wow. in between. And so, you know, I just think that said they have recreated the entirety of the world in this game one-to-one. So, I mean, they are working with a lot of that completed already. So who knows? Um, but yeah, 2027 is kind of what I'm, I'm thinking. Hmm. Right. Damn. Woo. I want to know so much that I can't ask him. It's uh, just no. infuriating. <laughs> so many spoilers. You're, what are you hmm. going to do with your time, though? Because Dragon's Dogma 2 is like any minute now as well. Like you're, yeah, you're going to be taking well, shit. I, I beat Rebirth, so I don't have to worry about that. That's true. Um, <laughs> I can I can go back and do all the side content and the super bosses and whatnot that I didn't get to finish uh, if I want to. Uh, chances are I'll probably just be playing Cheer in the Wanderer 6 and maybe some Unicorn Overlord Lord, Unicorn Overlord between now and, and Dragon's Dogma 2. And then, yeah. You're going to go beat Genova? You're going to be a Genova witness? That's a bad joke. <laughs> I like that you said it like Trump. Genova in Final Failure C. That's too clever for him. He would never come I know, up you with guys laugh that. every time I say it. It's been years. Even <laughs> Michael's immune to it, you know. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah, I just, like, I, I was more curious, like, where where's your rating up here? You're at a 94? You think that's justified? I think I think I would give it a 9 out of 10. I would. Hell yeah. I, 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 there, are, there are sections of the game where... There, I was like, wow, how do I really feel about this? But those are like, like you said, an hour or 30 minutes in a game that I've spent almost 80 hours in. And, and there's like, you know, six of those. So it's such a small part of this game that I haven't been gelling with. And again, I, I, I'm really hesitant to overhype it because a lot of people who didn't gel with remake may not gel with this either so i don't want to be like well, it's an idiots. entirely different game it's totally new whatever um but yeah for me and what i want out of game and like because I, I won't get into it but like there's so much like little stuff to fiddle with in the menus and i love that and there's all these options there's all this stuff you do with your party members to make them ha- they're, they're there's like persona-ish level social links with your mm. party members and it changes Hello? things about the story. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's not as in depth as that, but, but those, those opportunities are there to be like, Hey, I'm going to have this cool moment with Barrett or with Yuffie or Tifa or whoever. Um, yeah. I like the guy who says shit. Mm. <laughs> he says shit a lot. Mm. Yeah. Barrett? <laughs> yeah. Mm. He's okay. great. All right, shall we move on? Let's do it. All right, let's move along to... All right, fellas, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn listeners up front. I'm going to start on a bit of a lighter note, and then it's going to get a little heavier as we go down. Ugh. Okay, anyway... Let's start with the Pokemon Presents. Uh, so there was a Pokemon Presents recently. Um, what new plushie dolls can I buy? A little, lot of little announcements, like like stuff like that. But I, here, there's some stuff that I thought was this is kind of a big deal. 
So, the Pokemon trading card game, you know, the thing that, like, has been around forever that people were literally getting stabbed over? I heard about it in The Sopranos, yes. uh, Things were like people were getting banned from Targets because they were were trying to buy up all the cards. Anyway, it seems like the Pokemon company hears ya. They know that that thing's popular, so they're putting it on mobile. So, the Pokemon TCG is coming to mobile. The most shocking thing about this to me is, was that not already? Th- why wh- why hasn't that been a thing for years? So I think that there's a very specific reason why. It's, this is not a one-to-one of the trading card game. This is a sub, like its own version of it. Like even mm. the card backs look different from the actual. Now it's based on the like tangible card game that you can play uh, it, physically or on PC. There is a PC version, but I don't believe that this... First of all, the battles in this game are not like the full version, like card game battles. And um, I don't think it's all the cards. I think it's a like a subset section of the card Is set. this some Magic the Gathering Arena bullshit where it's like, yeah, it's mostly like the card game, but it's uh, I, kind I, of I'm not familiar with Arena, but if that is indeed what Arena is... It sounds like it. Now, there's cool things like, hey, the holographics, like our actual holographic, like three-dimensional th- stuff that you can like go into the card and look around at their environment that the that the the Pokemon are in or whatever. And I do think it looks cool. You get two free packs a day to open. So I can't imagine that there's... Like, I don't think it's a small amount of cards, but I certainly like there are thousands of Pokemon cards at this point, And I don't think that it's going to be all of them available from day one. Not unless you pay. Oh, yes, pay. That's true. I mean, and we don't know the monetization of how this is going to work. We so. don't. We don't. The one thing that did um, in, in, in the announcement, it popped up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that that's a thing is this is being developed by Creatures Inc. And um DNA. Remember, do you guys remember like Nintendo was partnered mm-hmm. with DNA, spelled D lowercase E N A. Like that was their mobile partner for a few years. Like, so they're back. Uh, they're they're working on this thing too. So um, I I guess has that been the case with every Nintendo mobile title recently, I mean, or did they, they did like get Mario away? Run and stuff? Right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure they did like yeah that Animal Crossing game. Maybe I, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, they said they were gonna. Re- didn't they say recently they were gonna readdress and. Um, their mobile output because uh, after Mario the Mario movie oh is that the third highest grossing movie of the year maybe we have are not penetrating as many people as we can with our IP I wish you hadn't phrased it that way uh, <laughs> they, and- they blame Miyamoto he even he even, he even made a, made an okay sign and put a finger through it okay <laughs> uh, last bit of news but this is the biggie um, from that there's a new Pokemon Legends game that's coming out Pokemon. next year. Uh, Pokemon Legends Z-A. It's set entirely in... Uh, is this Luminois? Is that how you say it? Or is it Lumin... I'm I think guessing? people say Lumin... I don't know. I, maybe it's Lumina, Luminous. It's the Lumines. Yeah. Wait, Come on down I would say Luminous, but that'd be the O-U-S. Lumines. But this is... I mean, Michael, in French, isn't the O-I-S? Like, wouldn't that be Luminois? Anyway, it's, it's based in Luminois City. I don't speak French. We're for a French company, <laughs> That's <man>. true. <laughs> but we all I speak think, English. Um, I think this is an interesting 
direction to take Legends because it's all set just in the city, whereas Arceus, Legends Arceus, was in like you know this open the kind of prehistoric world country. Yeah, yeah. And so it's I'm like, okay, is it going to be futuristic? Is it be modern day? Are we going to be like rebuilding the city and, and that sort of thing? Um, what do you know about the region? This city, the Kalos or the Kalos region? So I, I as much as I sound like I'm. I don't know. I have I like I played Gen two and I then everything in between Gen two and the like the Sword and Shield games I didn't touch. So I don't know anything about about this this. I'm You're one of us, just baby. I love from, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just aware of it because I have a lot of friends who are invested in it. I saw a lot of you know just gained through osmosis through Twitter, um, and uh, it sounds very cool. Um, and I'm interested to see because my thought is Legends might be instead of having like an established gameplay formula like the first one maybe this is just an entirely different game from Arceus 2 and Legends is just like hey we're gonna try a bunch of weird stuff the Legends title like Star Wars does that's what it's supposed to be yeah so I don't know um very interested in it I loved Arceus so a part of me does hope that like those catching mechanics and and that stuff comes back because I had a lot of fun with that game but I have to speculate that has to be the case, right? Like, if you're completely changing setting and location, like, okay, well, what qualifies it as a Legends title? Maybe maybe they would just say, oh, these are all these guide-in kind of side story-ish mm-hmm. titles. But I, I would think the mechanics and the gameplay are, are going to be what carry... I, I hope. I hope so. Because yeah. I, I, I did quite enjoy that game myself. And, um, yeah, the safe thing would have been, let's just set another one out in the open country, maybe move it to a new region, kind of doing the same thing. And they're like, no, no, you're going to be in the city. I'm like, what? What? Because that yeah. whole, the whole point of that first game is it was like prehistoric Pokemon. Like the this tells the story of, of man and Pokemon learning to live together. And mm-hmm. yeah. become Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that is everything at the Pokemon Presents. Uh... Hey guys, AI stinks! Like, literally. Um, so this, I, I had, again, I'm going with the lighthearted news story. There's a piece of tech uh, that is being produced by a company called GameScent that is a new AI device that lets you like, smell like game worlds while playing. <laughs> Did you, do you have a list of the uh, scents? Because there's, there's one in particular on there that because when I delve into a corpse pile under the the house in Resident Evil Seven, I think, yeah. man, I you wish I could smell those smell maggots. This. Yeah. I don't know that I have the full list, but the, like in the, from the press release and this story that's IG, as IGN's covering it, it'll it'll hear audio cues in the games and then dispense a scent. That's where the AI oh, part comes I, in. Because otherwise, I I'm love like, this list of scents. Like, oh yeah, yeah so. like who is this? Is this John Waters doing this? Like, how is this happening? <laughs> uh, gunfire, it's, explosion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, racing. Wow. Racing is a scent. <laughs> uh, bur- yeah, burning rubber and gasoline, baby. Let's yeah. go. Clean air, which is in Clean quotes air. for some reason. Uh, storm and forest. Okay, clearly <laughs> you fuckers didn't see Spaceballs, where he's literally sniffing from that air can. That's yeah, the clean. Clearly, you guys don't listen air. to Alec Jones. You never gone forest bathing, where you take your shirt off and yell through a forest. Actually, go I, forest. I, I, go saw, I saw that restart week in Japan show last night. Forest bathing is like a thing where it's like you're one with yeah. nature, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take off your shirt, run around, yell a lot. Yeah. Forest it's good for anxiety. It's, 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 it's I'm gonna run around naked. It. If any animals run into my dick, it's their own fault. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is hard and throbbing and waving around and a deer backs up into it it's their problem i can't even do a character here it's now i want to show with alex jones and reese darby where uh, reese just reacts to alex jones in real time oh, yeah you think there are any muslims seconds. in japan 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, but this is some what is that movie matinee with John Goodman? That mm-hmm. there's some of that that bullshit of like yeah, let's. This all was happening too when VR was first starting to have its I resurgence. Mean, like, like, but it does happen in theme parks, and it is their level of immersion. Always feels gimmicky. I've never been in a yeah. fucking theme park movie experience where they had smell vision and not gone. Yeah, that they just sprayed well, that's, perfume. That's at my the face. beautiful thing I read about it. Other than the John Waters scratch and sniff carts, where you activate it yourself, they can't unleash a smell fast enough for everybody to get it at the right moment. It, it never works like that. Visuals are different. Everybody yeah. gets it at the it same time. It worked in Soren over California. Those <laughs> orange groves fucking smelled like orange groves. Uh, you were you were seduced by the dulcet tones of Patrick Warburton. Like, look at everything over here. Job, Obviously, pal. it won't do this, but I saw more than a few people. I'm I'm talking like upwards of four or five asking to, for it to be able to smell like Leon Kennedy's taint. So, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. I wanted to smell freshly bleached and shaved at the same time. Yeah, can't, yeah, yeah Doc. Can't speak for the circles you run with online, Brandon. <laughs> yes. He was in a Leon Kennedy taint. <laughs> Games group, journalist um, on Twitter, you mean? Yeah, our <laughs> Leon, Leon Kennedy's taint. That guy that can't grow pubic hair, it's his main flaw. Oh, man. Um, smells like newborn baby bottom. So I'm starting to get into heavier news. I will, I will um, give a content warning to users because of more the action of what these people have been accused of but um what brock lesnar and vince mcmahon have been in the news quite a bit lately fucking poopy heads one thing they will not be in (laughs) is wwe 2k24 so i you know previously they'd been removed from like all the marketing materials like brock was on the cover of like the special edition and he got removed so it is now confirmed they will um they will not be playable What's what people are are a little curious about that I don't think has been confirmed. So the the whole like new gimmick in this game, the mode, it's this this like kind of reliving the best matches in in WWE history and all these big WrestleMania moments, right? Um, there's a lot of WrestleMania moments featuring Brock Lesnar. It's Vince a lot McMahon. harder to remove Brock mm. than Chris Benoit yeah. because yeah. so he was I, he was the gatekeeper. I, I missed this because I'm older than twelve. What did Brock Lesnar do? So, okay, with with this whole scandal, the whole sex abuse scandal and, and uh. stuff involving Vince McMahon, apparently what Lesnar was accused of is as Vince was trying to re-sign and, – and please no now, one hold, sue hold me on, if I get hold any on, of this hold on, wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the lawsuit, by the way, Michael, mm. addresses an unnamed UFC fighter. It could be one and a half other people. <laughs> yeah, it, sorry, this wasn't about Dan Severn, Chris. Sorry, it, it might fucking... not be CM Punk. It might not. It, it's very clearly. It, it's it's the greatest lawsuit terminology I've ever. They don't Is name it Ronda him. Rousey also in the that. The, it, I, odds are, I Rod, don't think they were trying to woo Ronda odds Rousey. Are Rod, no, Ronda I don't Rousey so wasn't, wasn't just, coaxed into I'm being just, re-signed you know. by fucking Vince's assistant, which is what happened in these text messages. Yeah, so so basically, yes. Uh, uh, again, everything's allegedly, no one sue us, and if I get details wrong, sorry, I don't spend a lot of time reading these stories because they gross me out. But fucking, hmm. one of the things Vince McMahon is being accused of, he was trying to re-sign Brock Lesnar to the WWE, and while doing so... Sent, I think he sent some naked pictures of this woman uh, to you can Brock, have her. and and then was trying to arrange like a meetup, like basically implying like, yeah, you're going to get to fuck this person, and that'll 
that'll help us. And he told her to send her some some videos of her pissing. Yeah, and uh, Ugh, yeah, it's all real gross. It's all it's all real gross. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could have just said gross sex abuse stuff. I didn't need to know all the details. There were, you, asked. Yeah. you asked. You yeah, literally I asked. You asked because I had no idea what he'd done. It, it's all really, really bad. Yes. Really, really bad. Yeah, clearly. So yeah, they're they're doing the. Chris brought brought up his name. You invoked the name of Benoit, so I get to bring it up now. Yeah, they they're doing the Benoit thing and like mm-hmm. disappearing these dudes from WWE history, which is sort of hard because one of them owned the company for a good forty years yeah. and was, and, and the other one for the last fifteen years has been the the, the gateway to the belt. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're making, if you want a last boss before the belt, so like, I don't know that they can remove him from that. And and also, in his minor defense, like he didn't. He was offered things. He didn't really do anything. But, uh... Well, I think that... But they, they said basically that was just coincidental. Like, he fully intended to, and then it was like... There was yeah, like he a didn't show up in town. That, like, that's the only reason it didn't happen, yeah. allegedly. Because he, he just missed a flight. So, yeah. But here's what's weird. So, like, this is in that showcase of the Immortals mode. Like, again, Brock features in some pretty big moments, including... Ending the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania yeah. 30, right? Like, I my, my favorite take on that is, cool, that never happened now. So fucking Undertaker retired undefeated at WrestleMania. Like, yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Let's do that. Let's do the, uh, you know, if you're going to get in trouble for steroids and baseball thing, yeah, you take take away all the stuff he had. So. I don't know that they can totally... I don't see them doing that. I just don't think you can lead with Brock Lesnar being in the game anymore. Like, uh, somehow profiting from the game... I don't know how they deal with it. I really don't. But I also don't care. I'd rather him just be gone. <laughs> I think we're going to find out soon. That game comes out next week. So Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, all right. Next up, speaking of sports games. Sorry, guys. I'm getting two sports game news back to back. Asshole. Uh, this is interesting to me, though. So EA Sports, um, you know, they've already announced they're coming back with NCAA football. Um, it's coming. I think they confirmed. We've got one coming this summer. The terms were revealed of what they will now be paying athletes to appear in the games. And for those who for those who don't know what NIL is and stuff like that, please note that basically the entire reason college players now can get paid is because of an EA sports game where basically yep. they were sued because they were using not just player numbers, but like the the player models in the game were clearly bases. modeled after real people and in perpetuity the, and for 35 years. And so that started this whole thing, went through the courts and that basically opened up Pandora's box where now NCAA college athletes can make millions of dollars through sponsorship deals, etc. right? And so of course, if EA now they're, they're returning to this franchise, of course they're going to figure out how to pay players in some way. Um, unfortunately the terms came out and a lot of people think <laughs> What the fuck? Because the <laughs> amount. Okay, let me. I'll, I'll I'll go around and ask you guys, Chris. If you know the answer, don't don't blare it up. I do, uh, I do. How much do you think you would get paid if you're a college football player for being in a football game? They're going to use your likeness. They're going to you know they're going to use your number on your team. How much do you think you're going to get paid, Michael? Five dollars. What? That's a low. It's more than that. Okay, Brendan. <laughs> Five thousand. Five, lower five, than that. <laughs> it's, it's much lower than that. So we're between five and five thousand dollars. So the actual figure is six hundred dollars in the free <laughs> copy of the game. So wow. a band total, 
Grand total of $670. Now, Damn. that doesn't sound like a lot. And I agree, that doesn't sound like a lot. <laughs> yeah. But do you put that in a CD and wait 90 well, years? Well, here's what you oh. have to remember. This isn't the pros. This is NCAA. So there are 11,000 potential college football players you would have to pay if everyone opts in. Oh, that's the other thing we should say. It's an opt-in deal. You can choose to be like, no, fuck you. You can't use my likeness. Uh, yeah. I'm opting out. And you won't get paid. I would but- for 600 bucks. Yeah, you, you won't get your 600 or whatever. So, but if they had to pay every pay- player... That's 11,000 players times $600. That quickly adds up to $6.6 million. So it's not chump change we're talking about. No, it's not. It's just, I remember the, the, the NCAA spokesman. We, we can't afford to pay all the players because that would make this impossible. And he said it on top of a pile of money he wasn't sharing with the players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just had a curiosity. I mean, what would be the figure for getting the likeness of all the NFL players that appear in Madden? Would it be less than that? No, no, no. It's it, it, difficult to say because there's a players league where I think that goes I'm not into. Trying to, I, I'm not trying to. They make, have I'm a. Just, they I'm have a union. They have a collective bargaining. They have a union. It would be distributed them. differently. Right. And uh, and like, but but all those college games appeared for a while with everybody forever. Yeah. And I, and it, I was just. I, I'm not trying to like. I, I was just honestly no, I get curious. It because, but, yeah. but Chris is right. They were using like legacy teams like, oh, that's that's a 1982 USC Trojan team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, where it was just like, well, wait, I was on that team. I didn't get paid. Yeah, a guy who can't pay his health insurance bills because he played football in college. <laughs> and like now yeah. he's getting paid zero. Yeah. So so it's it's not nothing. But sure. Yeah. You would think it would be higher than six six hundred dollars in a free copy of the game. But, you but again, it's, it's, it's hard to talk about. I, 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 I'm from a town with no pro team and the, the college team is the shit. Yeah. And famous I mean, yeah. famous 19 and 20 year olds are horrible. And That's they're even worse when you right? give them money. <laughs> well, and, and just to be clear, like if you are going to be the cover athlete, so the what NIL allows you to do is is go cut sponsorship deals. You're going to yeah. negotiate a big deal for yourself where you're going to get paid for that right like i think estimates came out caleb williams who is the quarterback for my alma mater usc like basically made like 10 million last year in sponsorship deals as a college player right so those crazy those dudes will make money who this benefits is like the dude who's the pulling guard from appalachia state or Or, whatever his career is cut short and on the field like yeah i guess it happens or something yeah yeah and and I guess the proof's in the pudding because so after they announced this, there's like 11,000 potential players who can opt in. Within hours, 5,000 college players had already opted in. Yes, so it's like we can say all we want. Like that doesn't seem fair to them. It's like the 5,000 of them were like, "Yes, please sign me up. I want that 600 bucks plus the free game." So because there's a coolness factor. It's like I'm I'm a fucking 19 year old. I'm in a video game. That's me. Check me out. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't I, like my experience growing up in Tallahassee, Florida. Charlie Ward was the oh, biggest yeah. football player in college football. He won oh, the Heisman yeah. Trophy. I don't know that he, ha- he had a pro career. Oh, the good news forward. with this one too, Chris, is they get to opt out of future installments. So you're not signing oh, okay. your lifetime likeness away for that oh, 600 cool. bucks. So it's like, yeah, you can be like, hey, I'm, I'm done with that. I, I no that longer play. That is good. Yeah. That is good. Uh, let's move on to the community segment, which is always just segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week. Tell us your favorite franchise that has been dormant at least 10 years. Uh, Brendan, do you Why'd you, you read it like any- a prospector? Tell us your favorite franchise. Yeah, your favorite <laughs> franchise. It's up in them dar hills. 
Uh, Brandon, do you do you have a franchise that you miss that has been dead a long ass time? Legacy of Kane. Legacy. Oh, that's a good Fuck answer. Yeah, oh, I, think I, I think that's been an answer from me before on this question. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it it will be that way probably forever. <laughs> probably. Sam he still true. he won't he refuses to log off of Morgoth. He's the last remaining player. They can't Nosgoth. shut down the servers. Nosgoth. <clears throat> Thank you. The, Morgan, I'm thinking. To be I'm fair, mixing up my Lord of the Rings. To be fair, lore. there were IDOS or who was it? IDOS or was it 2HQ or whoever now owns it? They put out a it thing square, where they told people like, "Hey, what sort of Legacy of Kane stuff would you want? Would you want new games? Would you want old remasters? Whatever." So maybe I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm fingers crossed. You're right. It we'll was. See. You're talking about the survey. That was technically. Yeah. Um, well, it would have been IDOS. Guess who owns them now, dude? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. They've been embraced. I oh know. no! How vampiric! It's, it's it's a it's it. It was a stretch even at the time. I'm just, it's fine. Mm. I see another game series that I see in in the answers that I'm I'm very pleased to see. Well, then uh, let's start reading them. Well, on the official Laser Time community on Facebook, Andrew Joseph says there are two outside the norm franchises that I miss that could do well in today's world. First is Star Tropics. This NES franchise would do well as a modern top-down Boom. RPG slash adventure game that pays homage to the past. Thankfully, no paper water dripping required. Oh, come on. That's that's part of the fun. You had to unmint your map by dipping it in water. Uh, it also, isn't. Also, an updated Smash TV would mm-hmm. be awesome. Mm-hmm. Make this a true take on the Running Man. Hell, with with how successful the new RoboCop game was, make it a crossover set in the new Delta City. I'd buy that hmm? for a dollar, indeed. Yeah, Sam Jackson yeah. point. I love I love Smash TV. I feel like that's blunted somewhat by like twin stick shooters are like a dime a dozen now. Like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. I I've gotten to the point where it's just like. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not interested in that because it's a top-down twin-stick shooter. Let me throw a new angle in there that would get you interested. You ready? Uh huh. Yeah. Enter the Gungeon style. Mm. Add some fucking roguelike elements on top okay, of Smash yeah. TV, dude. I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, like we were talking earlier about how, like, weren't our Xboxes supposed to be 120 frames a second and 8K compliant? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, where are you, Brotato? Brotato. <laughs> Brotato. Rotato vampire sa- vampire saviors should yeah. like survive survive you know when I was working on the running man that was Arnold's nickname for me was Brotato and that Listen was actually up, my real hair uh, Arnold's bro. the one who told me to shave the top of my hair it never grew back he told me to shave the top of my head I was seven foot four and 900 pounds. <laughs> what happened to the friendship between Jesse Ventura and Arnold? That was like two or three movies and then just done. Like That's what we have the La Ventura pack. Somewhere, somewhere, yeah. somewhere. Um, Curtis Belanger. Curtis Belanger says uh, the Turok franchise. Wow. The last game uh, was in 2008. And, and since we're, uh, we haven't gotten anything since... Uh, one of the three games would love to see Gearbox take a crack at Turok. This was the other one that I would have yeah. said. I really like the Turok games. I think it's a really like cool world. I've read all the comics. Um, I I would like to see this come back for sure. And yeah. I think the 2008 game, as much as it's kind of maligned by people, it's kind of a 
a crappy Halo clone in some ways. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting well, take on that it world. Was, it was kind of like, why are you recasting Turok as like a space marine? Space marine. Yeah. John right. Turok. But it, was, it, was a, it was a neat game. I thought some of the environments sure. were cool. I, I liked it. I, I don't know if Michael remembers this, but like we were laughing a lot about the Wonka experience this week. This week. Yes. Do you remember taking the Turok 2008 appointment and like everyone gets yeah. like military hats and we wore them for a while like they they had fake palm trees instead of I, it was so much better i don't remember than, the hats i do remember the palm trees yeah the, like it was an insane well because we were we were so spoiled by insane press experiences uh back then that that like the idea that someone had to pay 50 fucking glasgow Gold coin. I, what, what do the people in Glasgow use? Leprechaun pounds. currency. I, pounds. Pounds. Uh, yeah, it was insane. But but Turok, I remember like like we were all like that was an insane experience. <laughs> it felt like a bomb went off in the building. Did you just Scottish. apply the Scottish like use fucking like leprechaun gold from Ireland in their <laughs> daily currency? Like, uh, Every Irish person will tell you that all leprechauns are Scottish. That's why they're mad at them. <laughs> that's, that, that's why they don't like them. Fuck. I can't believe oh. I'm being corrected here. Okay. Dar- These are all Darby a bunch McGill. of white people. Darby McGill was actually, yeah, he, yeah. he was, I, he was, yeah. Margaret I did play the Night Dive remaster of Turok. It still holds up surprisingly well. Like, that is a lot of fun to play. Two is also very good. I haven't played the three remaster yet, but, mm. um, man, Night Dive just, like, they crank I out those awesome. They do man. good jobs. Yeah. Let's go from the threads.net. Raccoon Hail says Space Marine. Specifically, the multiplayer co-op horde mode that had you hold it's off very good. waves of green skins over a series of maps, culminating in a fifth secret mode against a bunch of demons and chaos space marines. Easily the hardest horde mode I have experienced. It's returning, but I feel like Helldivers 2 may have already taken over the niche. We shall see. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Is it Space think, Marine returning? Like it's- I think they're really leaning into the single player in Space Marine 2, it seems like. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, Ooh. I don't know if it's going to have a multiplayer horde mode or not, but I I hope it pans out. I mean, because wasn't Space Marine a Gears clone? It was a Gears-ish. No. Yeah. It, it was Gears, a Gears clone with a lot of it. Gears was a Space Marine clone. No, I, I yeah, get true. you, but gameplay-wise. But the gameplay-wise, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, you. it, it was very yeah. similar. Which is um, why it had a good horde mode. I'm just shocked it's been 10 years. Wow. Mm. Or more than... Um, Someone yeah. hasn't played Vermintide. That's where they put all their money. Yeah, if you if you wanted a really good uh, space marine game, I recommend Bolt Gun. Or Bolt, Bolt Gun rules. Yeah, yeah, Bolt Gun. Fucking amazing. Mm. Um, who wants to read... Uh, From the hell site formerly known as Twitter... Did I do it right, man? You did. You did. Uh, Jeff Wildman says, The Darkness. I, I miss the franchise. <laughs> I miss the franchise so much. Uh, each one was so unique, and uh, but shared a... Uh, uh, was so unique, but uh, shared a similar... Sorry, I'm fucking... Sc- experience. I remember watching... Um, the entirety of Kill- To Kill a Mockingbird in the first one with Jenny. Um, it was a very cool experience that uh, gave a later moment much more of an impact. Yeah. I do not re- remember that you... Like I the didn't actual realize that you could movie watch the starring whole Gregory game. Peck? Or oh, yeah. watch the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, that's wild. 
Gregory Peck. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my, my review of that, actually. Uh, I think the, the subhead was, they believed in a thing called love. You can taste it in the rhythm of their hearts. There you go. Because that's you good. spend a lot of time. Really in the movie. Good. Your demon heads are eating, eating hearts out of hearts. people. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> love that game. Um, let's see. A Von Blueski, a man riding, woman riding a motorbike. Of course, the true answer in my heart is condemned. That's but, a good game. But I always give that answer. I think it's high time Rare made another entry in their Puppy Mill simulation franchise. Viva Pinata! Hell yeah. Maybe, maybe add in a new hybrid pinata mechanic or downloadable hats or online play somehow. <laughs> Riddle me this, guys. Somehow. Like, how does Microsoft own Rare this long? And Microsoft's yeah. never really, like, you know, done the whole, hey, we're getting into mobile games thing. Doesn't Viva Pinata just make the most sense ever as a fucking mobile game? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pay for yeah. some animal husbandry. I know, I know, I know a ton of fans stuff. of it and, and to abandon it altogether and like, this is the Sea of Thieves people. Like, what? Well, like, con- considering the popularity of stuff like Sea of Thieves and other life sim stuff, I mean, I feel like that really, that could catch on. I love those games so much. Yeah. They're so weird. Anyway, uh, let's see. Jesse from Game That Tune says, I think a new... Oh, Jesse, God bless you. And I know I chose this answer, but God bless you for, for saying <laughs> a new Bushido Blade is in yes. order. Those games ruled. It's a square game, or Squeenix, if you will. So you could add some goofy guest characters if you wanted, or not. Yeah, I don't think they'd want Cloud getting one-shotted with a sword. Mm. I want those fun kill replays, and when you hit continue, your character's eyes open from death, and you hear that specific sound, you know which one. Mm. So yeah, there is a game called Hellish, uh, Hellish Quart, Quart yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's very similar. So if, if you're looking for something like that. I've had that recommended to me, and I've downloaded it, and I have never played it. It's it's Bushido Blade, but like Victorian era and pirate, pirate right. people. Like a bunch stuff, of different so. styles. It kind of made, made me think of the, de- the Deadliest Warrior games, if you ever played those. Yeah, it's similar to that for sure, yeah. yeah. Deadliest warrior. Anyway, uh, we have a video response from Cody Smith, who says... The Go Invigi Game Apocalypse, Cody here, and I wanted to talk about my answer for the question of the week for episode 563. What is my favorite series that has been dormant for longer than 10 years? And the series that I picked this week Mm. actually is probably the game that's been on my backlog for the longest time, and I actually just started playing it this week. As a dark, brooding 18-year-old in 2007, I, like the video game industry, had two wolves inside of me. One of these wolves is dark, brooding and a (laughs) cross-console gaming experience that we know today as The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. The other... There it is. As you may have guessed by now, my pick for this week is... Launching in 2007 for the PS2 and being subsequently released in 2008 for the Wii, 2013 for the PS3, 2018 for Xbox One, PC, and PS4, and it's even been published as recently as 2022 for Amazon Luna. The game only had one sequel on the Nintendo DS in 2010, 
Okami Den. I have a few flights coming up, so I intend to bring this with me so I can get the game done. Well, you can obviously tell this is a game from 2007. There's a few rough edges and like unskippable cutscenes are really sucky. There are things just like jagged edges and just not very well populated fields. But honestly, this is the first time I'm getting to play the game and I'm playing it on my Series X with my first 4K TV. And the game is beautiful. It really holds up and I highly recommend it if you haven't played the game. It's on sale all the time. I think you can get a new copy for like 20 bucks on Amazon um, or support your local game store if you have one. And I know Chris worked at Capcom, so maybe if you have any stories about Okami. But thanks for the show, you guys, and we'll see you tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Cody. Hi, Cody. Cody's a cool guy. So, Chris, right. any cool stories about Okami or Okami Den? I'm trying to think. Um, no, not off the top of my head. Hmm. I mean, it was it was way done. Like Okami oh, yeah. was way over. Yeah, it was by the time years I was there. after you. Or we, years before. I, you I was there for the HD remake, and like everybody, mm. like everybody was a giant fan of the fucking game, mm. and like wanted it to do well, and I think it did. Uh, and, and it's been it sold. Uh, yeah, HD. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, sold again and again on a billion other platforms. So. I think that was our the first recipient of like when we did the platinum chalices at Games Radar. The okay, I remember the president of the company being like, "I believe in this game, and it made money with the Wii version. It was profitable. Mm. All right, so that that's the weird thing about games. By the time that happens, like, well, what about a sequel? And like, well, this was an unsuccessful game. Like, it wasn't." In two years, it wasn't an unsuccessful game, and there's not really a mechanism to get like the team back together and make another game at that point with a re-release. Um, it, it takes a lot of re-release money to, to get a game back in production. This is true. All right, a new question of the week. What's your favorite Number two, game. Mario two. I'm sorry, was that too early? Yeah, yeah that's that was too perfect. Um, I mean, you can you can go, you can go. Yeah, Mario, Mario two. two, Mario. It's such a vastly distinct Mario game that defined everything going forward in the series that people shit on. I feel like, um, like ah, it's, it's not really a Mario game. Like it is, and it was, and it always was. So shut up. Actually, and, it was Doki Doki Panic, a game man, that came I out don't. in Japan. <laughs> God damn it. I'm getting Scott Pilgrimed by our own guest. <laughs> That's why uh, Pac-Man was Paku Paku, blah, 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 etc. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to just say this doesn't have to be uh, keeping with the trilogy theme. This can be a number two in any game series. Um, tempted to say Assassin's Creed 2, but I'm going to say uh, something Brendan mentioned off mic earlier, Far Cry 2. Uh, yeah, really good. Which is, yeah, just... A really good game and a strange outlier in the series that kind of, it was like, it set the template for what Far Cry would become. I feel like uh, Far Cry 3 perfected that template and, and every subsequent game kind of ran with that. But Far Cry 2 is this very strange, dark, compelling game yep. to go back yeah. to where like, you know, it's it's still, it's fun to shoot, but like there's a bleakness to it. Uh, you know your guns. And there's 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 no supervillain behind everything. No, the guy you think is the supervillain ends up helping you in the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this the supervillain is war itself and the psych the circle of violence that uh, you 
you have guns, they're crappy, they tend to jam a lot. Uh, you are, you know, fighting your way through outposts, they will just refill with dudes next time you come back through. The uh, the different factions who are fighting will will both hire you to do things, and they are increasingly indistinguishable from each other. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter which side you fight for. They're both bastards, and their troops will shoot at you no matter what, uh, whether you're pulling jobs for them or not. Um, and yeah, it's it's just it's a statement on the futility of war and the cycle of violence. And in the mm-hmm. end, like you, the only way you have any worth is through helping the civilians escape. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think between all of that stuff and then it's like kind of light immersive sim elements. Mm-hmm. I think the only other game that I can think of that really continues its legacy is metal gear solid five. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in tone and, and, and like the, like the immersive simminess and all of all that. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I wish that that is one thing metal gear solid. I wish there were more games where you could kidnap people and recruit them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. What if instead of killing all these guys, I could send them back to my base and make them my new R and D team? Have you ever heard of Pokemon? Mm, yeah, 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 true. Yeah. Okay, true. It's Pokemon, <laughs> but I like Sujimon better. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> okay, the obvious answer, the greatest two in all the video games, I won't count because to me it was really the first that I played of these Street Fighter 2 is the obvious answer. Uh, I'm, yes, I'm not of going not going with that one though. I'm going to go with I'd, I'd say the sequel that did the most to build on the original that really like took a kind of a good gimmick idea that was a short initial experience and made it a full-blown campaign. So Portal 2 is so fucking amazing and it takes everything that's cool about Portal with the puzzles and then adds amazing voice acting adds this amazing campaign mode like it, it, it makes everything bigger and better which is really what you're supposed to do with the sequel I feel like there's a ton of people that don't know Portal 2's multiplayer experience is completely unique in mm-hmm. a the totally new game like a whole other uh, whole other campaign yeah with that yep. game. yeah yeah it's awesome yeah Portal 2 Portal 2 fucking rocks man uh did, Brenda did you go or I didn't uh does it does it need to have a 2 in it no. Well, I mean, it should be the, the first sequel in a series. The it first sequel in a Because I was going to say, if it has to have a number two in it, it was it was going to be Rayman 2. But it, since it's not, um, I throw back to something we were talking about earlier. Soul Reaver, which is the second game in the uh, Legacy yeah. of Kings series. Absolutely applies. Absolutely It's counts. such yeah. a great game. It's still the best game in that entire series. Um, yep. And if there was any of those games that I was I would want to have re, uh, remade or remastered or whatever, it would be that one. Um, you guys like pushing it, around blocks? I do. The, the block <laughs> puzzles are a bit, yes. are a bit you brought, know, we, out of you date. You brought up Tomb Raider as one of your favorite games, but so. like the uh, the uh, the world switching mechanic where you go between like the world of the living, yeah. world of the dead, mm-hmm. and it's like this post apocalyptic fantasy world. It's so cool. I love that game. Yeah. Not not enough fantasy post-apocalypses out there. Mm -hmm. All right. So what is your favorite number two game? It doesn't need to have a numeral two, just the first sequel in a series. Let us know. Go to the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or ping us at VG Apocalypse on Threads, Blue Sky, or I guess Twitter. And uh, (laughs) we will read the answers on next week's show. That has been our show. Let's go with some plugs. Uh, Brendan, where can people find you? 
You can find me uh, at um, Brendan underscore LH on Twitter or on YouTube uh, at youtube.com slash the crawl. I also write for GameSpot primarily and some other places too, but that's really the main one. Cool. And uh, patreon.com slash laser time. Exclusive shows uh, where we go into things older than 30, 2010, uh, well, 40 years ago. And recent, recent entries include Repo Man, Terminator, and Escape from New York is coming up. Uh, fucking great movie. Escape from New York is like one of the five fingers of like what defined games forever, uh, in my opinion. The Warriors, Aliens, uh, yeah, probably a little Rambo. It's like a Rosetta Stone for understanding where all these tropes it came is. from. It, I know, yeah. I know, we're probably a little older than most of our listeners, and so like, I wonder if going back forty years for them is sort of like, like I didn't grow up in the 70s. I was born at the end of the 70s. Like when I go back to 70s stuff, you know, like like mm-hmm. 70s cinema, like so I wonder if going back to the 80s for them. No. Because it's really totally. influential stuff, you know, like it, it, it affected but, but like, a lot of pop Escape from New York is super important for games and like B movies in general. And you bring that up. And this week on 302010, we get to really talk shit about the Starsky and Hutch movie, which is... The Ben Stiller the 70s one? nostalgia way too late. Uh, yeah. Do it. I hope you do it. Do it. Uh, that's like the best part <laughs> of the movie. It is the only good part I can remember. Oh, it, it's awful. Like they took the joke of like, hey, what if Snoop Dogg played a pimp and tried to just make I that a whole that's thing? that's the like, only reason the movie was made. Yeah. That guy's powerful, man. He knows Martha Stewart. <laughs> Don't yeah. fuck with him. Like, like Ben Stiller <laughs> Owen Wilson, fuck him. Snoop Dogg will play Huggy Bear. Let's do this. And then a game was made out of it. Multiple games were made out of it. In the, in the 2000s, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Oh, oh my I God. Remember. Oh, yeah. That PS2 game. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, you can uh, visit us in the official Laser Time community. Follow us on Twitter, Threads, or Bisky at VG Apocalypse. Uh, you can follow me personally on those platforms at Wikiparas, W I K I P A R A Z. That's been our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. We need a new question of the week. Uh, why is Brendan bad? Hmm. Oh, I, I can tell you exactly mm-hmm. why. No, because I know you I could. Wrote, I wrote GameSpot's ranking of Final Fantasy games, and every time that it gets updated or recirculated around a new Final Fantasy release, people get mad. So all day on Twitter, people were letting me know that I had incorrect Final Fantasy opinions. And guess what, guys? I know. I know I have incorrect (laughs) Final Fantasy opinions. You don't got to tell me.